If you travel, you know how to really go off the grid. Like no cell service in your room, off the grid. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths, sound baths, and ice baths. Because when you set up your out-of-office, you mean it. Because when you're the escape artist, vacation is all about resting, meditating, drinking water, and minding your own businessing. The Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Support for the Friend Zone comes from Aptiv. If you're looking to get into shape this spring, there's no better option than Aptiv. With unlimited access to hundreds of fitness classes, Aptiv isn't just another fitness app. It's unique fitness experience that's working to redefine the way people work out by combining the motivational guidance of a trainer with amazing music you love, not canned royalty-free tracks. Aptiv even offers health kit integration so you can track your progress and access all your workout data in the health app. Enjoy a 30-day free trial when you sign up for a monthly subscription using the promo code FRIENDZONE. Just go to Aptiv, that's A-A-P-T-I-V dot com to get started. Look forward to your fitness with Aptive. Today's episode of The Friend Zone is also brought to you by Talkspace. Talkspace makes it easy for you to get therapy without traveling to an office and at a fraction of the cost. Talkspace therapists are licensed and background checked. Your therapist will be able to understand what you're going through and help you make positive changes in your life. Sign up today by going to Talkspace.com zone and get $30 off your first month. Talkspace, therapy for how we live today. Welcome to the Friends. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the Friends Zone. Let's start the show. Shout out to Young M.A. the God. Love a new album. Ankle monitor that's still beeping. Still ain't been charged. <laughs> Let's go, young M.A. Ooh. The M stands for matzo ball. Ooh. Never mind, I ain't going to crack that joke. No disrespect. Word up. Let's go. And now we back with the friend zone. It's time we hit the mics because niggas been gone. Two weeks, damn them days seem mad long. Been in the gym, tossing weights, summer game strong. Hoops short so you can see that my shit long. See something right, it's like TV, you even hear the bong. Asante hair a different color and it's getting long. Friend relaxing, Sunset's Max and Haiti Reborn. I'm supposed to be up in the stupa, LA call my phone. I hit the plane, perfect aiming, then I get gone. Refreshing apps, sending tweets, keep checking your phone. We back in motion, cross that ocean, niggas made it home. We ain't gonna leave you long. We straight committed, babysitted, when they shit's back on. Well, the shit's back on, and we in the friend zone. So pick up your phone, and I know you logged on to your Twitter. And pull out your memes, and don't do it on the shitter. Because that's just being mean. It's Fran and Dustin, Asante, okay. I'm back riding a new wave. It's May, so you know we don't play. We in the friend zone with another episode today. Okay. 
Fire. <laughs> you know, I really do like the freestyles. Come down select, <clears throat> me too. I will just say that I, I like the the participate participatory aspects. I didn't want to say participate. Then get your ass in the ropes. They swinging every week so at the beginning like, of the show. I feel like maybe... Jump in. No, no, they I always like, swing. No, no, no. So listen, I feel like so at the beginning we can do the written portion. But then maybe at the end, if we feel, we can do, like, the freestyle. You know, I'm with whatever. Because there's just something about the magic of having to figure out what the fuck is Dustin going to do next? And then giving you a new beat and see where you're going to go. I just like that. I'm with it. I just, I just prepare because I'm Great mature gowns. with mine. You know what I'm saying? I like to be prepared. <laughs> I don't like no room for errors and shit. I like to package my shit right. You know, it's like why you buy luxury goods. You know what I'm saying? It's more than just an item. Like, you know, they tie a bow, a silk bow on your shit. You know, the bag handles might be suede or brushed cotton, but they feel <laughs> oh good in your hand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like Thick, when you buy stiff some cotton, the really bags stand up straight. Your stuff be protected, which is the purpose of a bag. You ain't getting no holes really in the corner. shit, and they always give you, yeah. like, a really expensive decorative, like, box for it. Hey, man, I bought me a Louis Vuitton duffel bag. That nigga carried my whole bag home, man. <laughs> <laughs> he came That's home not. with me, man. That, that was included with the price. I said, now, this is <laughs> dope to service. Price? Okay, prices, prices, <laughs> way too high. <laughs> I took the prize. Hey, y'all, friend, look at you. Ooh. Oh, God. I'm a black woman. <laughs> I mean, friend is in here, sun kissed, sun smooched. Man, can you feel the heat? I'm beyond sun kissed. You are a friend. Baby, I love it. <laughs> you talking about some skin. Yeah, man. I'm I <laughs> in here looking like an essence cover. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. Listen. Let me find out you headline the Essence Festival. Okay. Listen. You looking like you're on a Destiny Fulfilled cover. <laughs> Look, you see. Now it's better. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, man. I enjoyed my week in Haiti. Shout out to Haiti. Okay. Yes. Shout out to everybody tuning into the Friend Zone. Your weekly look yes, into all we things mental health, mental wellness, and mental hygiene because who in the hell, which, which one of y'all wants <laughs> a musty brain? I know y'all are mad at us. I know. Please don't be mad. We but, back. you know, it was a lot. It was for a lot of good reasons that you guys will see. In, in we back like months. eczema. <laughs> <laughs> it was a combination of projects and things that just, you know, had been scheduled and we couldn't really work around it. But it's all worth it. You yes, guys it are is. going to be very excited when you figure out why. Yes, they are. <laughs> it was hard being gone, though. I got to admit, I ain't no deadbeat daddy with my shit. <laughs> I'm a hands-on father. I whoop my kids, you know what I'm saying? But I'm always around, so I feel comfortable doing it. Right. I'm not, not so, going to lie. When the time came, I was kind of like, damn, I am not where I'm supposed to be right now. When the time came, you seen Moore's Day? Brand new dance. Yes. Jungle I feel you, though. Yes. Oh, we think I want to know you. Know you. Ow. Ow. Not the dances, though. Then the breakdown. Yo, he was the shit. Jerome. I want to play Jerome. If the time do a Broadway musical, I want to play Jerome with that mirror. Man, listen. Oh, my God. Okay, okay. <laughs> You'll never forget me. Jerome, I always pulled out that mirror. Yeah, Jerome was that mirror. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can't you see? Why, why <laughs> yeah. you do this 
crazy. That's what he be doing. He on the mirror. He don't. He never just. Yo, put, he never so just pulled funny. out the mirror. He was always like on the side, like making Jerome, sure. Jerome, you see, we still talking about him. Shit, <laughs> Jerome. He was special. Jerome was just what they need. It wasn't no time without. They would have been what? the late without Jerome, you are man. Absolutely right. <laughs> the tardy. Okay. Not mad about yeah. It. Yo, yeah, I got my face hurting already. <laughs> yes. <laughs> on the board. On the board. Give him another one. Uh, speaking of, rest in peace to Prince. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, it was such a transition made me laugh. Because I was like, because when she said it, my whole, it my whole body was just like, damn, she right. Because <laughs> like, I can't believe it's that time already. Wasn't it actually, last week, right? Yes. <laughs> wow. And all of us just looked to, down. You got to pour one. Listen, I had to remember it was a year ago. We said Isn't last week, crazy? I was like, I was like, last week, it feels like it actually was just last week. Man, I still feel like a Prince. a Prince tribute is still appropriate on all the award shows. I still feel like it, you know what I'm why saying. Do you feel like, literally, oh maybe I just missed the tributes, but there have been tributes. There right? have yeah. been, but BET? literally anyone can do one if it's the Forever. right one. If the right one came, because I feel like there still hasn't been one like justified. But oh man, you remember that Prince tribute? Like we've had like Janet Jackson tributes and Michael Jackson tributes, and but like Prince, we haven't had the right one done the yet. One. The ones like, that we had weren't even while he was dead; they were actually while he was alive, which I guess is a good thing. Because right. remember on the BET him. Awards a couple years ago when Patti LaBelle sang her areolas off doing Purple Rain. <laughs> Remember, and she kicked them shoes and Prince raised that shoe up in the air. Yes. And he was standing next to that girl. Um, who was that girl standing next to her? It wasn't, the, I thought it was the girl at the beginning of Empire on the first episode. <laughs> what is love? <laughs> wasn't that they, that girl standing next to him and the thing about v. Prince remember he would always do the side eyes like you know why oh made God. him happy Look. so for him to be happy of course about Patty there's a picture of him and Mary J Blige talking about people <laughs> have you seen it no they're literally at an award show she's leaning back and him, her and Prince are literally talking about people no you can see it all over it's written all over their face I wonder who he would want attributing him Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. He's a prince would be like, just forget it. I mean, you just see. Just let it go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, you about to say. Right, right, right. He saw nothing. his face. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> after doing that. Prince just, to me, I'm just going to say this. Prince just say, forget it. I remember I had cracked a joke. It was really bad, but I said that Prince, never mind. <laughs> oh, God. I'm just going to say Prince was sick of everybody. <laughs> I just put it like that. Prince would be like, just don't even do it. Shit, forget <laughs> it. Messing all my songs up. You see, he wouldn't let him stream them. I believe I that was Prince tapping everybody on the show. They're like, don't you say yes. Tapping all his family that's that's like on the board to make the decisions and shit. <laughs> he was t- leaning down on their shoulders like, don't don't you say yes. They said that his family's coming out with a reality show. Really? Well, he must be all right with it because you see he put the kibosh on streaming. <laughs> <laughs> and you can forget YouTube. Only <laughs> so he must be all right with the show. I guarantee you it ain't going to be no <laughs> Houston's on our own. Oh. Like when Pat Houston and them did that shit, that slick shit on Lifetime. But I miss Prince. <laughs> can we? It has been so long. This literally feels like the first day of school for um, me. Like, Can we say that when we first saw each other, we just like jumped up and down <laughs> and hugged each other? Like it really was the first day of but, school. But no, it literally was because... <laughs> We just wear a lot. First, 
of all, I, now that I think about it, have been so true to form for so long because in school, I can remember every time I would see, like, a best friend or somebody, like, on the first, like, week or something of school. And we had been kicking it all summer, maybe. And then we just hadn't seen each other for, like, a week or two. <laughs> first day of school, we would always step in line to dance for a song. Why was the first <laughs> thing I did when I saw Dustin before I even walked into the room? I was playing Mary J. Blige. <laughs> and so then I walked in and we both started dancing. <laughs> and we were dancing in sync like we were doing a video or some shit. Like we should be word, the video not, for not it. Not a word exchange. <laughs> <laughs> to each other. Just both That's started dancing. Yo. <laughs> Fell right on in line. Ooh. Like that vine. I cannot wait till the music segment. Oh, me right neither. That's it's going to be long. You might have to, yeah, you it's gonna have to be, get Everybody's going to get a piece, actually. I feel like some for everybody came out. All that new music? Right? <laughs> loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. Mm. <laughs> oh, like, uh, like Dr. Heavenly said on Married to Medicine, because she must have heard the Mary J. Blige album early. Tonight we're telling the truth, okay? <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's talk truth. <laughs> Let's talk truth. Well, how about for today? Let's get it started. Right, let's jump into to the show because I know folks been waiting. We have to. I miss you guys and I miss I talking to you guys. You. Right? Let's do um an energy forecast kind of episode, mm-hmm. right? Where we just, because one thing I've learned is that you can be going through ups, downs, roller coasters all over the place. And when you talk to someone close to you or someone around you, even your coworkers, whoever you're around, you guys are usually in a similar energy forecast, and you'd be surprised how many people are kind of like feeling what you're feeling. We've been away from you guys for about two weeks now, and let's have like a little energy catch up to see what's good, what's bad, what's confusing. And and I'm sure that those of you listening will be like, sure, me too. Right. <laughs> Who wants to start? You should start, friend. Tell us how life is as a black woman. <laughs> <laughs> Asante is making fun of my tan, y'all. But it, but it looks so good. I mean, it's like the perfect I, I, the tan. The reason I keep drawing it out is because, friend, you have always been, you know, perfect. Isn't it nice? You have always been perfect to me. But to see you, <laughs> this this beautiful brown, it's so it's even. Like, you know, that's my wellness segment, right? Are you serious? I'm gonna teach you how to tan like this. Well, it's an expert. I'm gonna tell you something. It's a master class. <laughs> I can tell you that damn much. Because everyone that's come up to me has been like, "How are you that color?" And not burnt, like and, and so peeling even. and like ripping and pulling. You know, because you get like the patches. Mm-hmm. And so I'm gonna tell everybody exactly how I did it. But anyways, before we get into <laughs> the wellness type, each segment's gonna be long today. Um, Last time I tried to tan, I looked like stained glass. <laughs> it was horrible. For it's real, I said, hot. It's, a, it's an art. So my SPF had been in caps lock. What was I doing <laughs> wrong? You right I can't. though. <laughs> Um, so what's been good? <laughs> Yo, Damn. we're not gonna make it today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man, I fucked up somewhere along the line. The bar was it like, hit the like flow. It wasn't enough to get one of the numbers SPF. You got uh-uh. to get the caps. You got to get the big letter. You got to get the big old red letter. You got to get the big letters, man. Better look like somebody stamped it. That's what it needs to look like, man. SPF. Look, I'm tearing from look. one eye. <laughs> Oh, so what's been, let's start with what's been good. Well, I got to go on vacation and that was nice because, you know, I haven't had a vacation in five years. You've been working so hard. Yeah, I haven't had like a break where I was like, I'm leaving and it had nothing to do with work and it's just me. So I went to Haiti for my 35th birthday, which was on the 24th. Thank you. 
It was on the 24th, and... So I, technically you turned 24. Right. <laughs> I mean... Right. Um, and it was amazing. I disconnected completely. I did not mess with any Wi-Fi while I was there. I was there for seven days. And that was really nice yes. to just not care about my email and not check my text. It just didn't matter. Phone was off. Uh, my laptop was off. I mean, I only use it to play Spotify. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was really, really dope. Like I was, it was, it was nice to kind of get off of the digital space because as thankful as I am for the digital space, because we can make such an awesome living, and create and meet awesome people and be a part of such cool projects like this one. But it's hard on you because it's so mental. You know, it's such a mental living. And so I think it's cool to be able to have taken a week off yes. where I didn't have to worry about emails or anything having to do with online. And I was on the beach, you know, in my bathing suit, just swimming every day, running every day. I got really cool with the people in the area and they were like bringing me coconuts and mm -hmm. mangoes and fresh fruit and um, just exercising, eating really well and kind of like reconnecting with who Fran is outside of Hey Fran, Hey and just this online thing. Because that's the thing that I think was important for me with this trip was seeing like, who am I outside of all of this? You know, mm -hmm. and if I disconnect from the internet, am I still happy? Mm -hmm. Can I wake up in the morning and have shit to do that has nothing to do with Hey Fran, Hey? Because sometimes you're so like wrapped up in your brand and career that when you separate yourself, you, you don't know what to do. Mm. Like, people just be bored. Like, I don't know who I am outside of it. So I, it was nice to kind of still have a lot of fun. I met a lot of you, which bugged <laughs> me out. I still can't believe it. Like, people were coming up to me like, I love you. <laughs> right on the beach in Haiti. Um, even at the airport, people were asking me where Dustin and Asante were, which just bugged <laughs> me out. <laughs> so it was just nice. It was nice to just be friend and chill and relax and just like, you know, Bring in my 35th birthday, setting the tone for what I want this year to feel like, which is more fun, more life. Shout out to Drake. Yes. More, life. more love, more <laughs> calm. Yeah. yeah. Like I just I, I realized like I, I just need to have more fun and relax more. So that was kind of like the way I set the tone. What about you guys? What's the good energy that you've experienced that was amazing, an amazing story. I feel like I'm in Haiti on the beach <laughs> right Yo, now. Yo, I could see you in Haiti. You would oh love God. it. It was a dream. And I was happy to be there because when you think about it, who vacations in Haiti? Like, I feel like people get, Haiti gets a bad rap. Mm -hmm. You know, in the media, they only portray the terrible aspects of it. But the reality is there's terrible aspects everywhere. Even Harlem right. is terrible. You right. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So... I was happy to, Black you know, the resort that I went to, actually, shout out to Royal DeCameron. It's the first all-inclusive, like, beautiful resort in Haiti. That's what's up. So I was happy to shout that out and show that I chose, like, for my birthday, I wanted to be in Haiti. It was beautiful. The food was great. The resort itself is gorgeous. I posted um, a few videos from it <clears throat> um, the first day I got there just to show people what it looked like on Snapchat. It was gorgeous. Like, shout out to y'all. And I was happy to contribute to the tourism because everybody was like, yo, I'm going to Haiti. And, you know, it was a, it was paying homage to my grandfather, too, which was really nice. Mm -hmm. Not, yeah, we got to pamper ourselves more, y'all. We work hard. You have we really to. Do. I just don't want my feet to look like it. 
So we do a lot of damn walking, <laughs> as much working as we do. I just don't want my feet to look like they worked on. <laughs> Listen, in New York. What about you, Dustin? What's been the news? I mean, the um, news you can <clears throat> tell. You know what? I just <laughs> want to give honor to God and to all things consistent. Yes. I feel like higher work pays off. Yes, it um, does. And I just have been blessed. Like Monica's daughter, Leah Shannon Brown, who was just <laughs> singing this song by somebody. It was a gospel song that keeps saying, I'm blessed. I'm blessed that she was singing it in the backseat of Monica's car. But that's how that that's what so I'm cute. on. I'm blessed. Yeah. And I just want to continue blessing others as much as I can. Yes. Um I got Hallelujah. a really dope opportunity and I I went to it and it was great. Oh, okay, I'm getting I'm notes. telling you, I just it just was great, a good feeling and um, California was beautiful and it treated me very well. Mm-hmm. And I came back to New York, recharged. You know, really all you need to do is just step outside of here. Right. You know, and pass Jersey. And then, like, you will really just feel, you know what I'm saying, renewed when you come back. So that was great. Um, I'm just really focusing on love and focusing on peace and focusing on new, exciting um, personal challenges mm-hmm. that I may have previously ruled out, but I'm now... Um, you know, just excited about discovering. I'm just in a mode of discovery right now. Yes. And no, that's I'm really my excited favorite. about where it's leading me. And I'm really thankful and blessed. And I just want to, you know, eat things with lorries and be thankful. That's all <laughs> I want to do. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this will be a big year for Sir yeah. Dustin. What I just want to also want to say that I'm happy because Mary J. Blige album came out. And even though we're going to get to that when it's time to, I still think that she deserves mention now. Um, the album Just is called Strength Absolutely. of a Woman, and it's about the strength of that woman against the hell of that other woman oh and God. the man who caused it all. And I just want to that say motherfucker. that Kendu Isaac drag that motherfucker. She's mm-hmm. nice for not saying mm-hmm. who the woman is. Mm-hmm. She bleeps it out on the documentary that's airing uh, tonight, oh, which will be shut. yesterday by the time you guys hear this. Oh, really? She on VH1. It out? Yeah. But we all know who it is. And I just want to say that the real Mary J. Blige fans never really supported nor saw it for that person who we weren't going to name. Oh, people know who it is? Mm -hmm. (gasps) Exactly who it is. You know who who it is? I don't know. Remember that game at Chuck E. Cheese where the little things would come up and you would bop them with that damn mallet? You know what I'm talking about? Remember how the heads heads were shaped like the top of them Cobras (laughs) on a cane? That's That's what she looks like. I hate her so much. <laughs> flames <laughs> on the side, burning, heaving, hot flames <laughs> on the sides of my face. But yes, other than that, things oh, have been great. God, and I do have one cool. other thing. Can we? Can I say one negative I thing cannot. though? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not gonna make it out alive. I cannot. I cannot. I cannot. I just want to say fuck McDonald's. Um, what? They have, and I'm going to tell you why. Oh, oh I'm right there. I'm going to tell you why. Um, on Beginning on May 1st, which was two days ago by the time you hear this, McDonald's took it upon themselves. Now, who told them it was okay to make decisions who? for that corporation? Uh-oh. I have no idea. But they took it up upon themselves to decide that they're going to phase out, Okay. Of all items out on the, let me let me lower my voice. Oh Jesus! Out of all, of of the, all the choices hold on, hold on, of things can, to eliminate. Before you say what they eliminated, mm-hmm. can you just say that they added a fry fork? Can you just can you just say that that is that's a thing? real? 
Okay. I saw um, now, Tatiana. Shout out to Tatiana from Fan Bros. She posted it and I thought it was a joke. I haven't ordered an artisan <laughs> sandwich. I haven't ordered a... With it this morning. It's fine, so. <laughs> I haven't ordered a bacon club. None of that rap shit. None of that. But the one thing that I have consistently Wait, let me guess. ordered... Wait, I don't really know the McDonald's menu. Did they get rid of it's, the hash browns? You know browns? this item on no. you close. Is it breakfast? It's, it's 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 everything. It's breakfast, lunch, the dinner, egg whatever. McMuffin. No, it's everything. It applies to breakfast items. It applies to lunch items. It applies to dinner items. Anything. It's the one thing that no matter what you get on the menu at McDonald's, it goes with you. <laughs> no matter what you get, you know what? it's this the one thing that you can get food from somewhere fucking else <laughs> and don't get a beverage and go to McDonald's just to get this. The McFlurry. No, but you close. <laughs> I can't believe I know this. I can't believe I I'm just, so mad. I'm hitting my it? fist in my palm that McDonald's, grown smelling themselves ass, decided Brand. to eliminate and phase out. Phase out. What? High C orange. High C orange. Really? Yes. Thank you, Out friend. of all the things to get rid of. Is it because of the sugar? No, because guess what else? They're replacing it with, are you ready for this? A new drink exclusive to McDonald's. Tropical berry sprite or some shit like that. A berry sprite. <laughs> Don't nobody want no damn nothing sprite but sprite sprite. <laughs> nobody want no damn remix or none of that shit. Them we want regular sprite and sprite though. commercials. <laughs> but, That's it. But them, have you seen the drink machines? That yes. Like Maybe and why you got to take it away? Why? Why, why does High C Orange come Everybody out of that machine? Everybody know High C Orange is the motherfucking shit and it's the staple and it's always it just enough sugar. You never get bad High C Orange because nope. you know why? They got to keep it changed because <laughs> yep. the minute it's not right, you can tell. Yep. It's impossible to get when bad High C Orange. When it's watered down. Yes. Yep. <laughs> it's pretty to look at. It tastes out. good. Oh, it goes with everything. Well, I'm sure enough people complain that they're not going to take it out. Well, that is, let's get a complaining. <sighs> a petition. We can start it right now. Petition.org. Tweet, tweet McDonald's, y'all, and tell them to keep the high seal orange because this is some straight up bullshit. And yes. make sure you quote the tweet as such verbatim. <laughs> Ticker tack <laughs> that. They ain't say why? No, nah, because they want to replace like it with healthy, that other drink. Uh, it ain't got shit to do with the right reasons. If anything, tell me. me that. Tell me you're replacing it for health reasons. Right. And then I can be mature. <laughs> Okay, and say, I just figured out a way to drink it somewhere else. <laughs> but they didn't even give us that much, friend. Oh. we just phasing it out. I'm sorry. I it's just literally one of the one. best beverages to I am have. so I, ang- I am angry. I really didn't think y'all were going to say high C. I thought you were going to say the Egg McMuffin or something. I knew it was the, the high C brown. orange. I was reading that shit and I was so mad. I was, I was like, how the fuck are y'all going to get rid of high C orange? What did they do, a press release? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I saw That's some niggas so on Twitter bad. talking about it and I was mad. I was instantly, it was on like Insider or something like real Come important on, to me. I was like, oh, hell no. Nah. <laughs> I thought it was one of them jokes. Like, you know how they've been doing that dumb tweet where they go breaking and it'd be a picture of like a real old celebrity and you think, oh my God, they died. And then it'd be like, this artist is, you know, whatever, whatever, and they don't be dead. I yeah. thought McDonald's was doing us like that. Nope. Like, well, maybe somebody, maybe it's a hoax. <laughs> nope. High C Orange is gone. Oh, I'm so mad. Oh, my God. Rest in peace. R.I.P. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Fuck Jeez McDonald's. I cannot you. believe they did that. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, and you know what? You were listening to that. Did you see the, have you seen that video before? 
That video? Yes. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, years ago. You know, I instantly thought about that video when I saw you tweet that. And I instantly thought about some niggas outside. Like, I was like, I was like, I bet there is a nigga outside right now doing all of this. <laughs> to this day, that's Only the jam, Only you would though. remember the video for that. Because, <laughs> you know, I like a little line That's why I love too. our bass, though, because when I tweeted it, everybody was like, tune, jam, <laughs> mm-hmm, my song. Okay. I'm like, see, mm-hmm. y'all get me. That's playing for those of you that don't know what we're talking about. Cheers to you. <laughs> oh, okay. Is it my turn? It is the same with mm-hmm. that smile on your okay, face. So, I want to know. Well, well, because we were talking about uh, funny stuff that happens. So I, everything's been great. It's been mm-hmm. amazing Yay. over here. You know, uh, I've been hanging out with the who's who's and the you know have nots and the what nots, and I've been traveling. So everything's been great. Yo, you've been traveling a lot. Yo, you sure I have. Have. give me some miles, nigga. Give me some miles. <laughs> Seriously, I ain't talking about Moesha, brother. <laughs> Even though we still don't know what happened to Miles. Yes, we do. He's I mean, we're with Natalie Dunn. And speaking of Miles, Asante is the one that told me to get TSA pre-check. Boom. And let me tell you how tell that me. has saved my ass. <laughs> Baby. I almost missed my flight and I forgot I had TSA. And when I gave the lady, she was like, oh, baby, you over there. <laughs> and <laughs> I went, went to the oh, other line. Way. And I was like, oh, shit. You started yes. dancing. There was nobody in the line. And Ooh. I made my flight. I was Love like, it. look, that's a Sante right I told there. you about the new one, though, right? Don't tell Clear. the... Don't tell, oh. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you said it. It don't even don't matter. Clear. It don't even matter. You know, either they going to get it or they ain't going to get it. And global entry is the other one we got to yes. get, too. So when and we have our international their, flights. And when everybody that has their passport get the digital passport, too, because that helps. Because there's, like, little kiosks that'll get you there quicker. Really? Uh, I'm telling so you, travel game. Listen, Yo, travel... Been, we need a whole episode just on business okay. tips. Right? Look, With shit like I that. I can tell you where to tuck your way and everything. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> no, you didn't. Look, but traveling has been so great to me that I've been getting the first class upgrades. Yo. Ooh, and everything is up. different up in first class for real. I'm okay. finally an adult and have been loyal to, even though these airlines have been bugging the fuck out. Oh, man. But I have been loyal to Delta and only flying Delta when people fly me out. Not like that. I'm talking business because <laughs> that sounds shady. When people fly me out, I make sure it's Delta and I've been getting my sky miles and I'm Look, so happy. I'm ready to be flying first class like a sound tailor. You right. talking about business, but when people fly me out, <laughs> I make sure they make fly sure me out on Delta. Delta. <laughs> right. I shit, I seen what happened with that shit on United, but I felt Yo. like that movie dragged can, me to hell. Can I just tell you? Because when I tell you, what I would be happening? cashing Did you get the email from United? They sent out a lot. No, I must not be on that list. Look, I don't. Look, it was. Just, it was written. You could tell they had. No, I don't, let me just shut I, up. I, I, let me just say he got this. His money, I only so have. I only have United because you know for the points. They're not my preferred. <laughs> and by the way, United seating shit is terrible. They need some new planes. Have first you, of all, ever, I have never been on a new United plane ever. ever. Every plane I've I been love on, Jet Blue used. now actually. Jet Blue's Blue planes nice. are so nice. They got to grow a little bit more for me, you know. Yeah, I know. That's the only thing. There. Yeah. They also United. gotta shake the fact that it it rhymes with Ja Rule. They sent right them. now. You don't want to do nothing. Travel oh, with Ja Rule. That fire festival shit. Yo, okay. but why was I coming home the same day as the kids oh, that were shit. coming back? And I was dying because people were on Twitter when I got back and checked my phone. People were like, "Friend, well, you got the fire festival." <laughs> <laughs> they saw me. I was like, "What? No." I'm offended. <laughs> right. Hell no. Nah. What make She's you think smart. I would pay that to be <laughs> with Ja Rule? No okay. shade. And Blink 182. <laughs> 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 
Exactly. I love that music, but I loved mean, a, loved it. It was great. That picture with the sandwich island. with the little piece of cheese. Oh my god! <laughs> Talking about five stars. <laughs> it looked like it looked, never mind. But I was surprised at how many people were happy that that was happening. I was like, y'all, look at y'all Ooh. hating on all them rich. I felt bad though, like because that's a fucked up. I mean, it's gotta be scary. Being. Like, yeah. I'll be like, you this is the island. fucking end. That's some shit that happened when you really feel like this is what's going to take me out And somebody showed things. a video where they were like getting locked in. Did you yeah. see that? All it was I know weird. is traveling itself is a bitch. <laughs> right. It is the bitch. But I will also say that I am so glad that I get to travel so damn much. Hell like, yeah. Yo, as you tired really as do. I was, I was exhausted. And I was like, you know what? I do not care how tired I am. I if, As long as I get to keep a flying. If not for the points, just to be able to see so much of the world and talk to people. Like, How has it been? Because the other day you were at, you were in like Houston, Seattle, First of all, LA. you know I talk to anybody everywhere I go any damn way. Mm-hmm. So in Seattle, right? <laughs> big ups to Seattle. Seattle's I got to fly. legally, legally purchase marijuana. Oh. Legally purchase it. So, you know, I'm going back, you know, off top, <laughs> by the way. Oh, by the way, my hair is purple. Mm-hmm. Everybody in Seattle that thought cute. that it was purple for the Starbucks uh, unicorn frappuccino. Stop. It was happening the same weekend. <laughs> um, <clears throat> to go into a dispensary and talk to people about weed, <laughs> that shit, like, wall, I don't even know how to tell you how big the wall, you know that big-ass mural on 125th next to uh, yeah. H&M? <laughs> The we- I kid you not, it Stop was. It. I'm not playing. It was that much weed on the goddamn wall. I would have had a photo shoot of all photo shoots. <laughs> I couldn't oh, take OCD it. in front of the weed. I wall. couldn't take it. But Seattle was so beautiful. Seafood was so great. It's just great to go to different places, talk to the people, and, and vibe out. Did and, you see yeah. where that guy slapped that uh, girl on the Real World? Then when she caught him, she caught him. She caught him a gay slur. Yeah, and he ran like, up to the car, oh, opened the door, he ran and then threw the teddy bear in the water. You saw a little pink bear floating. Why do we remember this? All of the musty ass teddy bear. Oh, she looked like her so teddy random. bear was slick. Like if you touch it, it, it felt slick. <laughs> she looked like she was yeah. nasty. She was one of them old Tiva sandal motherfuckers. <laughs> that's, that's who she was. <laughs> Calling somebody a gay slur. Don't you know I would have rolled her ass like a motherfucking Let me motorbike. hide my Tiva sandals. When I tell you, well, you would make them cute. Hers look like, and plus, you know, they got the new Prada ones that look like Tiva sandals, but they at least they got like the leather strap on the back. They cute. <laughs> Tiva sandals. It just be that diagonal line and them two things. They look like scaffolding on your foot. They horrible. Yeah. Oh, no toenail polish and Tiva sandals type motherfucker. Gonna call somebody a gay slur. And I, and when he opened that door though to slap the shit out of her, mm-hmm. I remember, ooh, and then when he slapped us, it, ooh. Did he get kicked off? He got kicked off for that, right? I don't remember I if it was so. for that, know. but he did get um, kicked, kicked off, off That's so funny. and never heard from again. Wait, wow. all Oosh. the cities you've been to, they all ready for friend zone to come live? Absolutely. Actually, right? black salutely. <laughs> I, I was telling everybody, they were like, when's friend zone coming? Yay! I was like, you see that lady over there? By the way, her name is Alex Rago. <laughs> um, I was telling them, go harass that lady over there and tell her you want the friend zone. Yes. And the reason that actually Seattle touched my heart so much is because in every city, you know, I'd be open for Greg. So I, I mean, I'd be open for Fury. So I'd be like, all right, now, don't, uh, you know, I'm going to get on out of here. I got here to see y'all fave. Seattle was like, you are fave too. We love you. <laughs> we love you. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just like, shout oh, out to Seattle. my God. Yeah, shout out to everyone. For everything Seattle but Jackie Christie. 
You know that's where she's from. Seattle was really? showing love. So Houston random. was showing Never love. Never thought that. Houston. <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all have ruined me. You. No, 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 no. You did that on your own. You did that on your own. No, my sister. You on your own. <laughs> Love hip hop, fine. Bonnie Bella, you did that. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> with her cute self, beautiful, oh, shit. adorable. No, Love but you've been killing it. It's been so dope to see yes. you travel. You have like five hundred thousand miles by the end of the year. Yes, I, I cannot know. wait for Delta to just come to me and be like, you know what? Just get, just get on the private jet. Just come fly private with us. But I also will say, you know, service in the skies is a little janky. What happened? Do you remember when we used to get meals like full out meals? Yeah. and now I die. When I was on JetBlue, the girl, the flight attendant was passing through the aisle and she was like, pillows, headphones, blankets it's a purchase. We take cards. Ooh. And I was like, wow, purchase. Can't even cover your How arms. How crazy is Listen, that? Traveling is nuts. On some airlines, somebody was flying, I think, Southwest or something. They charge you for your carry on. Yeah, that's all. You don't what even. What you mean? <laughs> right, right, friend. Right. right. Look, friend, I cannot. On top, <laughs> like, on top of your check luggage. That is the and that's definition of trying 20, it. $50, really, because you're going back and forth. Listen, so that's why How Delta, much they charge Delta had tra- <laughs> Look, Tell Delta. me who to avoid. Look, Skyway Delta robbery. Skyway robbery. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, and you know I be getting them together on the plane when uh, the overheads be full. And I be like, damn, I'm one of the first people on this plane. How my overhead full But that's already? because people be putting their coats. Their backpacks. Their they little purses, ass bags. Look, they, <laughs> <laughs> they sunglasses case. The whole thing be in a bench. One like, lady put her dog up there. I said, now this is crazy. I hate Peter, <laughs> but this is crazy. Open that goddamn thing up right now. I did, man. Yo, I saw a girl complaining <laughs> that Delta lost her dog. Are you serious? <laughs> Oh what a way to go! You ever heard? You ever? You ever? I'm for real. Like it's already heartbreaking enough, but to know that your dog literally flew away from you, like that's what a. I mean, cold world. You talking about? You talking about the streets not having your back? Like that ain't even the streets. That's the clouds. That's your shit. Literally getting lost on the cloud. Oh my god! That poor dog is somewhere. And literally in a distant land. Okay. (laughs) That's horrible. That's horrible. And now, and I'm going to tell me this. What did they do with it? Because if they don't even give a damn enough to keep up with it, you think they're going to write the report and fill out the papers and shit and literally try to get it where it's going? And it was a big dog. Like, it was like a German shepherd. And they still And she was tweeting them because it got retweeted on my timeline. And she was like, how in the fuck did y'all lose my dog, apparently they didn't put him on the connecting flight. And when she was calling, no one knew where the dog was. Could you imagine? So did she ever find it? I don't know. I never went back to see. Damn. That's crazy. I don't even. <laughs> Damn. A man's best friend. That's fucked up. <laughs> that is, man. <laughs> I can't even. Like, my and you know, dogs are smart too. That's the thing. So you know that dog was looking at them motherfuckers like, y'all know damn well my mama made her flight. And they ain't even called her to say nothing. Not hate not they ain't told her nothing about spot. Nothing. Okay. 
<laughs> Fido could be in the Fido die right now. <laughs> she don't know where her dog at. That's a damn shame. And a German Shepherd. But you know what? That's why you're supposed to let your dog be a little bit hood and ghetto. All that training and time out and shit, you got to let a dog be a dog so and bite somebody. Hell boy. yeah. If they, if they, you know, Ooh. shit. Okay. Asante, back to you. So, yes, you talk about you traveling. Yo. Yes. That's because you know why it's bad? Flight attendants don't care no more because they let them stop wearing that little cross-neck bow tie. You know that little bow tie that, they, that you just, you don't even tie it. You just lay one side, cross the other one like that, usually with a little pin. They don't wear that no more. But what attitude. is happening? Do you think there's always been this type of violence and it's just now people are recording it more? Or no. is this something happening with these retrogrades? Trump got in office. <laughs> Trump got in office. And, and people feel like they can do shit. renegade shit. That's why they're doing shit like hitting people with strollers. What kind of shit is that? And you on a plane, you're going to hit me with my baby with a stroller? That's why that man got up. What you mean? He hit her with an actual Friend, stroller? The like, lady had a baby, and now she did look like she probably has. She looked just like the Apple Care lady. She looked just like that. <laughs> I mean, holding her baby on a plane. Super, Am I lying to something? Super uncanny. Like, it <laughs> like it look, I'm like, damn, she didn't did it again. I'm like, <laughs> right. she, she a star. <laughs> she <laughs> an Instagram Callie star. was like, another one. Like, right. She's going for again, girl. Okay. But no, but the, so I guess the pilot. Was trying to push her. I think it was an issue with her and the stroller, right? And I think everybody got frustrated. And the pilot shoved the stroller in the damn thing or whatever, but hit her and the baby. And he didn't give a fuck and was talking shit. The so, pilot? Yes. So this man that stood up that looked like he was like, what did he look like? A son? He looked like an old ass teacher or something. He was like a tall man or whatever. He stood up like, hey, if that was me, I'd, I'd knock you out. And, like, he went up and, like, got in the pilot's shit. You know what I'm saying? It was that bad. My point is that it was that bad that people started reacting. Right. Strangers. And so I, I just think that people, I think that Donald Trump got elected. And because he is just an uncontrollable asshole, it's just got people everyone. are starting to just flare up and feel like they, the, I'll say this, the wrong people are starting to flare up and feel like they can do whatever they want to do. And they're getting a rude awakening because people have been kicking their ass. Look at all these white supremacists that's been getting punched in their face, getting their mouth blew out just on random. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They say spot. That's a hashtag. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> For real. Have you seen them videos? <laughs> they have been knocking these people out. What's the one guy, the famous one that looks like a lesbian? What's his name? Milo, Milo. something? He been getting his mouth rocked consistently. Every city, city, state to state, deal. plane to plane. Like he been touching down and people have been, he'll be like on the street talking to a camera I know my allergies too, but I feel like yeah, right now it's people like Millie rocking in my eyelids. <laughs> but um, people have been seeing him on the street and just blowing his mouth out with their fist. I'm telling you, people, the wrong people are Ooh. feeling like they can do things without consequence. This you is know. crazy. That's why we have in this energy forecast episode because shit is Look, crazy. And, and you know what? Even with all of the crazy things that I personally have been experiencing on okay. flights, because you know... If you've been listening over at the read, Fury I told the story about the damn flight attendants. Oh, the tea. What? What? I'm telling you, man. People are, and I was sitting right there with them. So when the shit fell over, I was wet too. 
The light was on the entire time we sat there. None of y'all got burned, though, right? Praise the Lord we didn't, because we wouldn't just be sitting up here talking about it Sheesh. right now. But we, we'd be recording on a flight right now. <laughs> Shit. We sit there, we pressed the light, and nobody came to get the water or do anything. And when he got up to go get the napkins, they pointed him to the restroom. Like, there's paper towels in there. And then when we came back, he came back to sit down and was cleaning it up. They came by for trash and tried to walk by us. It's like, you know, good and goddamn, he came over here and said that he spilled some and needed paper towels, so now you're going to run by him with the damn garbage? You know. And then the funky motherfucker going to send a note to Fury on DM the or some The other guy, shit. the guy was going to DM him Who, the flight attendant? Yes. Yeah, the, so there was a woman and a guy that was, that was on the flight with us, mm-hmm. and the woman was the one that ran by with the garbage and shit. But then the dude going to DM him afterward, after he heard the episode talking about some damn... Um, what you did, you were rude. We could have uh, had you arrested and all this other shit. Talking about how severe it was that we were acting up on a, on the flight. And I want to be, I, he didn't message me, but we didn't act any yes, way he did. severe. He messaged Fury. That's how messaging he, us. Go ahead. We didn't, we didn't act any ways towards severe. To, how to even message you, him? The shit just be that popular, popular sometimes. That is and, so creepy. And we though. literally just be on the flights trying to just pass out <laughs> and get to where we're going. So the fact that he even got a drink and a tea spilled and then no one was being active on the flight. Like, to the point to where they don't even come through uh, but three times sometimes for the, the entire flight. And it's like, if you're doing a two, three-hour flight and you only come through two or three times, it's like, so you're going to leave me here with trash for a long time? And then they always come through being really pushy, talking about, make sure you do this. Like, they don't talk to you politely. They don't ask you to politely put something under your seat. They're like, uh, push that under your seat, move that. You need to move that. Unplug that. Push your legs up. And it's like... Like and lady, your I seat will... when they want you to lift it back up. Right. It That's how I woke up coming like, back oh. from L.A. I went to sleep. Speaking of flights, <laughs> this is a very quick story. Go on. Uh, when I was Give flying back from L.A., um, you know, it was a direct flight. I told y'all before, I'm the best plane passenger ever. I literally go to sleep and don't get up until we land, right? Damn. So I had already taken a couple of Benadryl. I was looking forward to the sleep. So um, this guy sits down next to me. Long story short, he wedged in between me and um, this lady, and he immediately had a body odor that was, like, completely pungent and apparent. And so, and he looked like he was sweating. He sat down next to the wrong one. He had a tan (laughs) far darker than yours, friend, and he was a white man. He was really large. So I knew he had been, like, outside in the sun and shit, whatever. So (laughs) the smell was so bad. Mind you, we're flying from L.A. to New York, (laughs) right? I'm like, how am I going to make it? What I'm going to do? So I had an extra Benadryl, so I took another one just to make sure that my sleep would <laughs> just be, to knock the you smell know, out. coma-like. And so <laughs> um, I did that, and then I turned the vent on, the air vent on top of us. I turned it on and pointed it down on him. When I did that, <laughs> I did, shit, because I was I had to go to sleep, and fuck that. You know what you smell like. Why are you going to tell Let me tell you. Let me tell you, right? So when I, I did it. I turn it all three and face. <laughs> so when I did it, the guy's going to say, sorry, guys, I know I'm reeking. I've been on a plane. I've been on, on the ground for three days. I came from Brisbane and all this shit. And I'm like, you don't have no excuse. I don't care how long you've been traveling. Every bathroom from everywhere you named you, you been, down, got yeah. a bath. Okay, every airplane I'm, got I'm a bathroom. down, like. <laughs> So it was just so offensive. So I, what was I going to do? I didn't say anything because I, if I would have spoken, it would have gotten violent because I couldn't believe he said that. So you know you stinking. And, still, and just passed all of them huts and things and all of them whatever. And now you're going to be on this fucking flight. Okay. So I passed out, went to sleep. And what made me think about it was when you said they wake you up pushing your seat because that's exactly how I woke up at JFK Mm-mm. from some flight attendant without a cross-neck bow tie. <laughs> that threw me up. They need to I tighten that curriculum that. up. 
that <laughs> curriculum is the problem because I know some fools that have gotten jobs as flight attendants recently. Absolutely. Think about them Facebook posts you've been seeing, Asante, <laughs> from people checking in for 13 hours from here to there, and you know they're a flight attendant, and you've known them before. Think <laughs> about it. y'all's faces. <laughs> well. You need to make sure your flight attendants can parallel park. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Well, over here, it's just fun being fly. Um, I love to fly. If anybody, and coming with flying is also just being able to talk to people in different places, which is my favorite thing to do, which means being presented with popping opportunities. Out mm-hmm. in uh, California, somebody hit me up and was like, oh, my God, you know, do you want to host a weed dinner? And I was like, a weed dinner? A weed dinner? Do you know they they do those in New York? <clears throat> Let me just, can I just say something? They do weed dinners, you know discreetly all over right if someone in new york city came to me and said i'm making weed dinners and i want you to host my series do you know that i will not only host your series i will curate a playlist for the series Damn, like, i will do all DJ. sorts of what invite dustin what? to the series what first of all you know all my niggas in the whole wide world are gonna be at the series speaking Man. of how was crystal's party I don't even remember how I got out. <laughs> I remember... Uh, she was talking about weed-infused whiskey and, and cheese and, and sweet tea. She had weed-infused sweet tea, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. God. That was amazing. It was a ball of a time. I don't. I lost some things. Uh, she needed to do her own, like, <laughs> dinner or a spot. Something. That sounds that something. You know, she used to be a, the ill baker back in the day, too. Oh. Oh, I had them cheesecake brownies. Let me tell you. Whatever that was she made that day. Let me tell you something. Well, in your mouth. You hear me? Back in the day, before the day was the day, okay? (laughs) Crystal used to make these goddamn brownies and mail them out to folks. These red velvet cheesecake brownies. I think I ordered. Yup. Do you I remember? And they, were, and they were called crystal cakes. Mm-hmm. And they came with this little zebra sticker. I still remember. <laughs> That's how you know something's good when you can remember the fact. They, they came with <laughs> crystal cakes and the zebra stickers. Like, I remember all that. Look, you know when the product, when the product is. Oh, don't you get me started on Steam's cookies. Shout out to Steam plugging Shout us for the song on challenge that we never did get nothing from Hot ninety seven for. Okay. Um, And and can I just say for the record, because, you know, we never really talked about that because we were being really gracious about that. We freestyled, okay? Some of the people we were up against were not freestyling. Maybe it was the new school freestyle or whatever. But that was the freestyle. That was the challenge. And y'all won by a lot. we won, okay? So everybody that had something to say for that back in the day, that wasn't shit. We love you, Hot 97, but damn, do y'all love us? (laughs) Y'all love us. Now there have been four. <laughs> no, you did it. There have been like four planets retrograding. Yeah. Tell so me shit about, has about, been backwards. It's about to end mm. though, right? Yeah, I think we have like another week. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> it might be this week and week, but even when it ends, it still has like residue, like the shadow pit. It's been rough, and it's been like. Like electronics, organizational. Oh my God. I just had to get a new my my (sighs) (laughs) my phone literally Fran. That's crazy. I'm telling you, my phone like lost it all. My laptop that I've had and it's worked fine for at least four years now, out of nowhere. I'm in Haiti and the I was like putting up the volume and it made it turn off. Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-uh. I was like, what? Like, everything has just been backwards. Oh, 
But we're almost out of it. What right. else have y'all experienced though? Because it's been shit has been crazy. Not even just electronics, but relationships, People. business, contracts, like money, everything has mm. just been upside the fuck down. And we what, sick of it. <laughs> what, what, look at that face. <laughs> what what's some of the back <laughs> the backwards shit that y'all have experienced the past couple of weeks? Oh man. Oh man. <laughs> no, but let me tell you, like, even like being on the train here in New York. I've been seeing like a uh, blatantly like different amount, like a largely different amount of people that have problems or issues, literally just acting crazy or weird in the train. I don't know what it is, but every day, like on the way to work, leaving work, whatever, I've been seeing more and more incidents and I've been feeling so bad. Sometimes when they ask for help, like, is this train going this way or whatever? And it's really aggressive. Mm -hmm. But most of the time, I've just been helping them anyway. Me and Drew, shout out to Drew Shea. We helped a lady the other day on the train that have completely went ziggity-boom. <laughs> and, so and so me and Drew was like, I was like, Drew, I, and Drew was like, I mean. And I'm like, we got to make sure, like, because she was trying to go downtown, but we was going uptown. So she was on the uptown side. So we had to help her to the train. And Drew actually took a different train than me so that he could walk her because I was closer to the train. So he took a different train and, like, walked her to go down. But we've been seeing it was that bad is my point that we felt like, okay, we have to do something. That's right. I've been Aww. seeing more and more of that. So that's something that's been crazy. Yeah, I've um, actually seen that, too. There was a girl I was on the train. This was before I left. Mm -hmm. And she sat next to me. And she was, like, staring at me. And I'm, you know, me thinking, okay, she probably listens to the show or something. And then she was like, your hair is really pretty. I was like, thank you. And she starts stroking it. <gasps> so I was like, but some people have shitty manners like that. So, you know, I couldn't. I was just kind of like, wow, okay. I'm talking about she sat there like this. So I was looking at her in her face and I was like, all right, this is crazy. And then she starts, like, going like this to my neck. And, yo, it just got really weird. Then this dude across from me luckily he was like hey <laughs> like he pretended like he knew me and he was like come and grab my hand and walked with me to go to another car and then the girl followed us <laughs> then she takes out um what? i don't know what it was if it was like the spray for your mouth like you know like listerine sprays you know the spray like banaka mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, like, but not, oh my God, you took it back. Oh, <laughs> that was the one. She took out Banaka and sprayed the man in his face. I was like, okay, this, I, I did not fuck? know what to do. And he was like, could you imagine? It's like spearmint in your fucking eyeballs. I just got off the train and I was just sick. I was like, this is insane. But I feel you. It's like See that, more and more people are like shit. triggered. Like, what the fuck was going on yeah, with that? Yeah, more, more, more and more people I'm noticing are like triggered and aggressive and just being yeah i mean i don't even know the word for it but i'm noticing it too especially in new york it's a lot of people on mm. the train well, i didn't got sat here and got mad <laughs> Yo, that was still like no when she sprayed him like the ease with which she did it just made my heart drop because it was like holy shit you know and she was really young and I would not in a million years have thought that she would even do something like that. Because it was for no reason. He was just trying to help me out. So I felt terrible, obviously. But anyways, yeah. what about you? What's been backwards? That's what I would You know, I had just been trying to avoid a lot of things. Like if I didn't have to leave Harlem, I just didn't leave. Right. And then when I did leave, like when I noticed like little shit going on, I just kept kind of sidestepping it. Like I 
I've been getting a, this clear sense of things a lot lately. Like when I've seen my the dude in my deli, I be arguing with him sometimes. <laughs> my, not, the one not, that... not the friend. Oh. There's a there's another one. He bald head and he took our friend's schedule. He be saying the N-word, all sorts of shit. Anyway, sometimes right, he ain't supposed to be saying. I be telling him shit. His ass like, don't say that shit while I'm in here. He be, oh, my bad, my bad. I didn't mean to say nigga. And I say, you said that shit again. <laughs> right. like, trying to be every funny. Day. I, exactly. So I literally be having to argue with this dude. Get a get a cheese steak. You so need to start getting hot. your sandwiches. Oh, well, there. I don't argue. I, I don't go there no more. Oh, and when I do, say. I, I uh, order from somebody else. And like literally, I stood there. You know what? Let's go and Patience. get a cheese steak and throw it on them. <laughs> Patience has been a big thing for me lately because I'm not a patient person. But like, I found myself waiting and not giving a fuck for like the past like couple weeks, and then just telling people exactly what the fuck was up right then and there. Because the last time I went to the deli, the dude had me waiting for like five minutes. It was just yesterday, and I wanted to make it home in time for Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, only to realize it was the Jocelyn special, which was a whole other issue. <sighs> anyway, I it's walked into the. Not a good thing, no. No. <laughs> I, I need the action every week. I walk into the deli at 7.49. Do you know I leave the deli at like 7.57? And all I went in there was for two little sides of dressing. So when he was like, he was like, all right, buddy, tell me what you need. I said, I just need two sides of balsamic vinaigrette. He said, that's all you need? I said, yes, that's all I need. And you've had me standing here to wait the entire time for two little sides. So if you could just get them for me instead of telling me that's all I need. And, he, and like, just told him straight the fuck up. Yeah, that's and then, right. And then he was like, he was like, hey, you know, buddy, my bad. The past few times we've seen each other. I was like, don't even worry about it. I go to another deli. <laughs> Yo, shit has been crazy. What about your relationships? Like your friendships, personal, things have been backwards or no? There have been some wonky things happening there. <laughs> wonky. You know, do you believe that when people come back from your past, that they coming back with something, like a lesson or something? I mean, one thing I will say with retrogrades, is especially Mercury and even with Venus, they bring those X's out the woodworks. So a lot of the times you might think that it's something deeper than it is, and it's really not. Because as soon as this period passes, you probably won't even hear from them again. Well, luckily, <laughs> Luckily, we ain't been doing. But actually, I have been thinking a lot more about my exes of the past. Like, yeah, and that's another thing too. You'll think about them. Never, it never really been like on the radar. Really, <laughs> I wish there was a camera here. Cause it was like it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, these finish without me. Guilty feeling got no rhythm. Fran is on fire tonight, y'all. I'm telling you. She cracking my kind of jokes tonight, goddamn it. That's what I'm talking about, Fran. I'm about to get you. Fran, son, what is you doing, baby? Right. Oh, no. No, not baby. What is you doing? He looked just like Sarong. Shout out to Sarong. Oh like he looked. Sarong. I thought that was him for a long time. Shit. Oh shit! Oh, no. <laughs> no shit. Is, for me, it's been financial. Mm-hmm. Um, with the tour. Oh my god! Can First just, of all, we we, we go, went. Friend, just yeah. To just tell the universe that my exes can stay where they at. <laughs> just tell. Just go no. Ahead. Trust me. Just, give it a week. And they're, they're going to go right back into their oh, no, plank Oh, no, but they're not out there. They're not there. I'm just telling you, I don't want for just over the period. week somebody to just be like, hey, before I... Uh, hey, what do they be, it'd be like, over. hey, stranger. Oh, my God. Or my favorite, 
Yo, I had a dream about you. Oh, like, no, no, you, you didn't. Right. Shut up. You seen me on your Facebook or some shit, and now you hit me up. What the fuck you want? Just one, just been thinking about <laughs> Why is you <laughs> Who hit you with that? <laughs> <laughs> they don't know who I asked that question Woo. to. <laughs> You ain't gonna answer her. <laughs> yeah, I can't stand y'all. Sheree is messy. <laughs> oh, you do look like the kid, but she's like, yo, y'all are funny. With a ponytail. <laughs> I'm surprised it stayed up. It was an ace bandage up underneath the hair. It was wrapped oh around the ponytail. Sheree had to pull her hair up with an ace bandage. Oh, my God. Sheree ponytail was, you know that thing that people, they take and wrap around their arm and then bite the end in the movies when they shoot? That's what Sheree put her ponytail up with. Oh, my God. Dustin. Look at the side of these face. Uh, no, but I haven't had any issues with exes. I've been good. But how about financial? Have y'all been having any financial issues? Yes. I have. the With the tour, first of all, shout out to Atlanta. We had two stops in Atlanta that were awesome. I have to be completely transparent. I struggled with the second day of Atlanta. This was the first time that we did two days back to back. And, you know, anyone that's been at the tour knows it's like really intense and emotional and this day two I like was not there mm. I was kind of checked out and I you know we're perfectionists as as creative so I was so disappointed in myself and was so hard on myself beat myself up about it because I felt like I didn't give it a hundred percent but I'm learning so that was kind of difficult and I was in the middle of all this retrograding too and then freaking with the tour with one of our sponsors that freaking is having financial difficulties and they're not going to be able to sponsor a big chunk of the tour, which is scary because we already have it like all planned out. It's sold out. So when I got that message, I was like, are you kidding me? Because <laughs> it's that feeling of like, you're doing everything right. You know yeah, what I mean? Things lined up. Yeah, we've been like doing everything right. We been charging people prices that are fair. It wasn't about profit at all. Like people don't know we're not making money off of this tour. It's not even about that. We um have been working so hard studying and making sure that everything is good and creating something with integrity, you know, so you almost feel like you're safe in a lot of ways. But when that financial uh challenge hit, it's that feeling of like, oh shit. Even when you're working in integrity and everything in your mind that is like you know, working out out of your highest good and good the high, the highest good for everyone, and to still be hit like that, it was a big like lesson for me. I mean, life is life. It's not yeah. like you're gonna be safe just because you're like doing quote unquote good things. But that was hard. But we got refunded <laughs> by someone else, which Ooh, yeah, which actually I'll be able to announce who that is because we we're gonna finalize it this week. I don't, obviously don't want to say it yet, but that was the biggest lesson, I think, with these past couple of weeks in the retrograde is that you are going to hit with every, this is what I'm learning. With every series of highs, crazy enough, there's a following low. Mm. But if you can get through that low with grace and kind of like stay calm and just say to yourself, like, listen, it's just the seesaw effect. It's fine. And kind of like, 
stay safe mentally, like knowing that it's fine. And I know that that's much harder said. <laughs> it's so easier said than done. Trust me, I know it because when we got that funding pulled, like my heart, I can't even explain how I felt that morning. Like my, I got hot. You know when you get, it feels mm-hmm. like an egg on your head and it comes down? I couldn't breathe. And then I was like, oh my God, like how do I get through this? But I stayed really calm and... I was like, it's going to work out. I did my prayers, my meditation. I didn't even announce it on on Twitter or anything. I didn't make a big deal. I didn't like at the sponsor to be like, no, you know, just letting y'all know what happened and go on a rant on Twitter. Nothing. I was like, it's going to fix itself because God knows the intention behind it. Mm. And for us to hit a wall like this, there's something I need to learn. Maybe it's something with business that I need to understand better. You know what I mean? Like I try to find what is the test? Like we call it, what's the ninja training? Because this is clearly just sharpening me up for something. And I think if you take those lows as like class, <laughs> like earth school in a way, <laughs> and really sit like, okay, this sucks. And it's not avoiding the feeling. Like it sucked. I wanted to cry. I was depressed. I was like so hurt. Um, but I also just sat and tried to understand why that would happen. Right. What does this mean? Yeah. Like what does it mean? And I stayed really calm and we got refunded within a couple of weeks and everything happened really organically. Like I didn't, you know, it just like kind of came right back around and I was like, okay, God, I see you. (laughs) Like I see what it is. It really is about handling the lows with grace Mm -hmm. and trusting that like, it's not a wrap for you just because something didn't pan out exactly how you saw it. And sometimes it'll be better. And it and the new sponsor we got is way better because I don't have to push any product or you know what I mean? Like it's a it's a it's a music production company and it's just a lot more ease. Yeah. You know, which to me is even better. And it's it's we love music on this show. Okay. It's a, such a big part of my Something life. That makes sense. Yeah, for the and tour. it's a it's a company that wants to promote wants to invest money in more culture than consumerism. Mm. And I thought that was really cool of them. And they they knew about the tour and what had happened. And they were like, we want to contribute to black women's mental health and spirituality and faith. And I mean, hello. <laughs> like, God is good. Man. So it could have been mm-hmm. potentially scary. Because imagine being in the middle of a full tour and, and someone pulling out on you like that. Very, very scary times. But, I mean, it got fixed. So... That was my fucking retrograde lesson. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> Ain't that something? But let that be a lesson for all of y'all. Like, just because you think you're doing, quote unquote, all the right things, it doesn't mean that it's all rainbows and butterflies. You're still going to hit some walls, but okay. get through those lows with grace. What about you, Dustin? What would have been the upside down? The sunken place. The sunken place. <laughs> you know what? Sometimes it's hard. Y'all know I am the king of going second. You know what I'm saying? All that kind of stuff. And sometimes it's just hard to not, sometimes it's difficult to remain positive when things are good because you're so. You're waiting for that. Mm -hmm. The catch. And so sometimes it's very, very hard and it gets the best of you, even when you're not a person who in general is negative or, you know, pessimistic or. Um, not trusting of people who you've already established trust with. Right. You know, but sometimes those things just surface. So I've really been challenging myself to um, be, be more trustworthy um, and not 
I don't know. I've just always, no matter what somebody said to me or presented to me, I've always just taken care of myself first and not, you know, relied on that to be true. Right. I've just made sure I was good no matter if it was or it wasn't. And somewhere in there, you kind of lose the, you lose the connection that accompanies these moments. And so if you can eliminate that, then you can then, you know, safeguard the connection. And so it's challenging for me because I don't trust no nobody shit. And you ain't finna get <laughs> me. I don't hot. give a fuck what the end of what kind of connection it is. You're not about to get me. Period. <laughs> so that's not easy for me, but I've really been challenging myself and that's all I'm gonna say because that's all I need to be said. And it's been good too. Thank you. <laughs> and you and I think too, <clears throat> like what you're saying, one lesson that has been hard is I don't actually like the fact that when you are feeling high, that there's a part of you that's always bracing that low. Oh I hate God. that. All I really don't time. like that. We're like, and because it kind of kills the moment. Like something really good happens, and then you're like, "Well, let let's see what the catch is." It's like and I don't want to think like that. Minutes. Yes, <laughs> at night, absolutely, right. Absolutely. And I don't want to feel that way. And the reality is, there are going to be highs and lows. I don't think that that is avoidable. Exactly. What I am learning, like I was saying before, is more so how you process the low, you know what I mean? So that it doesn't consume you or you don't get bitter and jaded and you just move on to the next high. And then when the next low hits, you process, you know, and it's just learning to kind of like be on your rowboat, just row, row, row and like get through it. You know what I mean? And I and it's but I hate that feeling. I really I think that's where I'm at now. I'm a crossroad of like. Shit, man, I don't want to be looking over my shoulder all the time. Like, okay, but I had you know, a good day. What's next? Maybe that's why I get high to stay low. So I can just <laughs> always have it all. <laughs> no, you didn't. Thank you, Asante. <laughs> I mean, you know, honestly, truly, that's what it is. Oh, I mean, you it's the learning it process. Is? It's the journey. Y'all sound like my wellness retreat. I have to do this for myself. Another notch on my belt. Well, <laughs> does that wrap it up for the hot button? It does. I think that was a good energy that forecast. Me great. too. We shared some highs. We shared some That's lows. That's right. And those of you listening, I'm sure that you guys have been feeling it because it's been a pretty... Keep retrograde in the Yeah, pants. it's been a pretty hectic couple months, really. I'd say the past month or two. But I hopefully, you know, you hear that we are still... Row, row, rowing. Still here. Still here. Still here. <laughs> I just pictured the gift of our dancing. I'm, I'm still, I'm here. <laughs> Support for the Friend Zone podcast is also brought to you by the Spotify original podcast, Mogul, The Life and Death of Chris Lighty. Hosted by Reggie Osei, a.k.a. Combat Jack, co-founder of our dear loudspeakers network of Latter-day Saints. Christ. Mogul tells the story of the music executive who changed hip-hop and shaped the careers of some of its most beloved artists, LL Cool J, Missy Elliott, 50 Cent, Nas, Diddy, and so many more. With one of the most illustrious careers in music, Chris Lighty rose to the pinnacle of musical success before an untimely end. This story is more than just music. It's the story of the American dream. Mogul. The Life and Death of Chris Lighty is a Spotify original podcast produced by Gimlet Media and the Loudspeakers Network. Follow and listen to Mogul every week exclusively on Spotify.
So hopefully, you know, we brought a little calm to your day. Yes, yes, Lord. Yes, it is. And yes, it is. Now let's move on to this week's wellness segment. Well, well, (laughs) well, well. (laughs) (laughs) So let's talk about, first of all, it's starting to get really hot outside. It's like 75 degrees today. Yes, it is. The garbage is stinking. (laughs) I have a question for y'all. When y'all go to the beach, tell the the truth. Do y'all put SPF on? No. Did you hear what I just, yes. I don't. You don't, right? You do? I definitely do. I have to because I will burn, baby, burn. Right. Now, I've always been guilty. I think the past couple of years I kind of switched it up, but I've been guilty. I'm the one that would go to the beach or to the park or whatever and just lay out with no type of skin protection, no SPF, just because you kind of assume like, oh, I'm brown, that melanin, you know, we don't get, we don't burn, we don't this, you know, that. But then you end up looking crazy, especially mm-hmm. at the beach because the sun is so hot and you're in the salt water. Um, and there were days, I think I was in Costa Rica and I was going to be there for a week and I fucked up and was in the sun the first day <laughs> with no SPF. Uh, that should change my life. And I stayed out on the beach. Yo, my, when I tell you I was red, Mm-mm. you know, when you're red and you like lay down lobster. in the bed and everything hurts and you take a shower and it hurts you Damn. try to, you like squint your nose and it hurts. and Three days of hell. Ooh, and then the, your shoulders and then your chest because your nose. I mean, it was a disaster and I was so pissed at my, And I looked terrible. <laughs> I looked like a fucking lobster. So after that, <laughs> I was like, you know what? I can't do this. Like, it's just stupid. Just because you have melanin doesn't mean that the sun doesn't burn you. So I started using sunscreen. But of course, I wanted to find one that wasn't like loaded with chemicals. And I found one that was mineral based. It's 100% natural, y'all, and 97% organic. And it's called Badger. That's B-A-D-G-E-R. You can get it on Amazon, Vitacost, iHerb.com. It's at Whole Foods if you're someone who prefers to go to a brick and mortar to buy it. And then they have the different types. They have like 15, you know, if you want to not be... Uh, too chalky and then they have the 30 35 they have the active they have sport if you're gonna be swimming working out and i use the 30 um the active one it's amazing it's like vitamin e and sesame oil it's like full of really and like nutrient rich Hmm. yeah so not only and that's why you see my tan how nice it looks right yes it's (laughs) honey baked friend (laughs) (laughs) And a lot of why my tan looks so healthy. (laughs) The reason my tan looks healthy is because it's nutrient rich. It's mineral based. So not only is it helping, right? Not only did it help, but it was baking in the good shit. Right, it's baking in nutrients, so your skin is actually healing any issues that you might have had before sun. Yeah, before the sun. So it's cleaning. It's clearing your skin out. And then it's like a nice coating that, because you know when some sunscreen, you just look pale. Yeah. This one does have a white coating because it's really thick, but it rubs out really quickly. You're not going to be like Casper on the beach. Um, Bye, Casper. And the trick trick is to put it on before you get to the beach. Mm -hmm. And I think what I notice people do at the beach is you'll see them in the sand sitting there like rubbing it in like while they're already burning under the sun. But I put it from head to toe. I'm talking about my ears in between my fingers, like head to toe before I even get to the beach. 
so that it can kind of start absorbing and penetrating your skin. And then when you get to the beach, you lay out and be free and you're chilling. You know what I mean? And you go in the water and you come out. It's waterproof. So it's really, really good. And then the key, aside from using a mineral based uh, sunscreen that obviously is making your skin look beautiful, is the the post sun uh, protection. Mm -hmm. Like, what are you doing after you've gotten all that sun? And don't take like a super hot shower. I know we love that. I'm a hot shower addict. But your sun, your skin already is so hot. You know, you've been out, so you want to cool it off. So take like a nice, tepid or cold shower if you can handle. I know. Oh, <laughs> oh you lost me. The way my scrotum <laughs> set up. The way my ball set up. I can't. I don't know. <laughs> Just a quick one. How cold? You mean like seventy-five degrees? Well, you want your skin to kind of cold. <laughs> you want your skin to cool off a little bit. It actually helps. And then once your skin is wet out of the shower. Don't rub your skin with the towel. Just kind of tap it so that it's damp. And then you want to put an oil. And I put argan oil. Mm. I use the Acure brand that's at also at Whole Foods, but also on Amazon and, and Vitacost and iHerb, all those um, health sites. And you want to rub the argan oil all over from head to toe. And it's actually really beautiful because you're already tan. And then now you're like glistening. Ooh. Ooh, and then you put a white outfit on. You know I'm going to my... <laughs> I'm gonna have to get up. I know I'm, I'm going to, to Miami this weekend. <laughs> Listen, I'm giving you the tips. <laughs> Look, I, that's why I said I'm gonna have to go get me a bottle of this. But so wait, you already here's the key though. After you put the oil, then you put a butter. Okay, because the oil Baby, gives you the glistening. But I then, bit my lip. <laughs> you baking cookies over here. <laughs> then you want to put a butter. I personally love the Josie um, Moran, which is like this this uh, argan oil butter that they sell at Sephora. Now, it's a little expensive. It's called the honey butter. I thought you were going to say it's $100. <laughs> <laughs> like, Damn. But, oh, no, but I, I guess it's worth it. It's your no, money. No, no. Like, it's called honey <laughs> butter, but I love it, especially for vacation and summertime and warmer weather because it's a butter, but it's light. It's kind of whipped. So it's, it's not like that heavy winter butter that we tend to use, you know, when our skin is ashy. It's like a nice light butter. It smells really good. It's like a sweet honey scent. So it's just good for vacation. That's the one that I use. Um, but Whatever butter that you use anyways. Samples at Sephora, perfect I'm going to use Imperial. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever butter you use is fine. It doesn't oh, matter. Oh. But the key is those three layers. You want, you want your skin to be... <laughs> you want your skin to be damp from... The- oh, cool. <laughs> This nigga gonna say <laughs> cocoa like cocoa butter, <laughs> cocoa, <laughs> cocoa, and, and bring Shay downstairs too. Oh lord! So cocoa wait, and Shay. so the four tips since you guys are going on vacation soon, so you can be glistening, Mission is one. to use a min- <laughs> the mineral-based sunscreen. Yeah, mission two. After you've been in the sun and you shower, don't dry off completely. You want the dampness. Pat it down so do it with somebody that make it sexy. Make it look sexy. (laughs) (laughs) That is cute, though, when your Mm -hmm. partner, like, rubs the oil in for you and they get to the butt cheeks. Pat it down like Teddy Teddy Pendergast. (laughs) 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 So then you want to put the oil on your damp skin so it absorbs and you kind of get that glisten. And then you yes. want to you want to seal all of that with a butter. Yes, you do. So now your skin, this is, you see why I'm not peeling even though I'm so dark. It's such a drastic change in my skin color, but I'm not peeling because of the moisture levels that I made sure to maintain every day. And that's the key. 
I think you people don't pay enough attention. That's what you see people on vacation. They be all dry and ashy and burnt. <laughs> you be like, yo, you need oil. Right. You need Did a you butter. get away or do you need to get away? <laughs> Fran in here looking like she used Coach sunscreen and shit. Oh, Fran okay. looks so supple and beautiful now. Back to them SPFs. <laughs> um, now you said they come in what number? They have fifteen. I mean, it, they have a range. The one I think for Badger, the only ones I've seen with them is fifteen to about thirty-five. I need normally I get the baby you kind because it'd be like a hundred and fifty. Right. I need uh-huh. the I need the rent sunscreen. <laughs> The five hundred twenty-five thousand six hundred SPFs. But the one that I used was the thirty, and it worked really. It worked really well. So that's the one you guys got to check out. It and worked for you, Fran. Fran's tan. Yo, I'm so proud of my tan. Everyone that has seen me since I've gotten back is like, yo, you need to school me on how you pulled off that tan without your nose and forehead and everything for re- peeling like, off. Seriously. Yeah. So that's the tip. It's just managing your moisture levels and using a mineral-based sunscreen and, and not not using a sunscreen because I think black folks, we tend to think that we got it. When right. We, you Listen, know, they think Bath and Body Works lotion gonna cut it. <laughs> we think we got it like that, but it's a different little, sun, man. With all this pollution and all this climate change, little, you don't want to play with that. A little Vaseline with a little SPF in it, but it only be like five to ten. <laughs> so in my mind, I'm like, yeah, I don't really use it. But right, when I hit the no. beach, I'm the friend with the umbrella anyway. I'm the one that's like, really? To- you be in the shade? <laughs> See, I'm a but beach swim, baby. Though. Like I be in the sun, and that's another thing too. I'm minimized. How long I was in the sun. I was such an adult this time. I was really uh-huh. proud of myself. I only let myself be in the sun for like two, three hours. Mm-hmm. And then I went into the shade, went under a hut and just chilled. Because, you know, you need to know. You need to be mindful. I know we want to be sexy in the beach with our bikinis or whatever. But, and you know, that sun will exhaust you after a while. Yo, you, have, you always oh take God. that nap after you've... Ooh, what? <laughs> I mean, a hot toddy, a Red Bull... <laughs> In the ceiling, Robotus and every goddamn thing. <laughs> Is that a strawberry daggery? Okay. <laughs> but that's it for this week's wellness segment. I know a lot of you are going to start, you know, beaching it up and vacationing it with your little jeweled sandals and maxi dresses. Okay. And crossbody purses. You better ask somebody. <laughs> your crossbody purse, maxi dress, jewel sandals, braids. <laughs> And stud earrings. Oh, shit. So hopefully that'll help you get a glistening, gorgeous, healthy, beautiful tan this summer. And that's it. Now let's move on to Mr. Music Man. Hey, hey, hey. What you got for us, Asante? Well, just to step on Dustin's totes a little bit, I would like to start this segment off with uh, Dr. Heavenly. Um, tonight we are telling the truth. Mm-hmm. And then I would like to say that it's one of my favorite tracks off the new Mary J. Blige album. And here I will continue to... Pass the beginning of the segment off to Dustin Ross. Let me tell you about so, that album. Dustin Ross, there is a new album out by one Mary J. Blige. Can you just tell us a little bit about said album? I can tell you a lot about the album. First oh. of all, I got to bring myself back together. You've I just, got some time. I think we'd be more than happy to listen to that. I just want to say that as a Mary J. Blige fan, this album reminded us why we all loved her in the first place. Mary is the person who connected a whole entire generation of people with soul music that had been estranged from it and deemed it their parents' music. Mary was our, she was. Never really thought of it that way. She was our generation's like Aretha Franklin, our beacon of soul, our our hope. She was the person who sang those heart-wrenching soul songs over beats that were made for rappers. And that's why we all connected with it, and that's why we revere her to this day, her cultural impact, her making, being an around-the-way girl fly and mainstreaming Mm -hmm. that. Getting the respect, yeah, from fashion houses and stuff and never compromising 
herself and her personality. We watched her evolve into a more refined Mary, a Mary who does take the time to try to control her damn vocals, a Mary who does do things, you know, more so than she used to when she was young, wild, and free, and we loved her any damn way. So to see her at this juncture of her life when we're so invested into her story, into the things that got her here, into her personal relationships, into the shit with her family, and to see her make this album after we all, including me, thought that the Sad Mary albums were over. We thought we never were going to get that raw, rough, um, lyrical content like we got in the My Life album and in the What's 411 album. We thought that mm. that Share My World album, we thought the hell, even mm. the Mary album, we thought that that was done. Well, enter uh, the Strength of a Woman album. Now, as we all know, Mary J. Blige is going through a divorce from the pits and armpits of hell, the armpits of that man that's sitting next to me on that flight from L.A. to New York. <laughs> you know, her, so that's where her divorce is. We all hate can do, but we all knew. Let's all admit it that as soon as we saw the headline, immediately we all said, "But that album, no, we knew what oh was coming." God. Man, did you see in the Angie Martinez interview? She <laughs> asked her that. She was like, "Does it make you feel bad <laughs> yeah. that people be like, Ooh, but this gonna be good'? <laughs> because we knew it." And on songs like Set Me Free, when she says, you know, there's a special place in hell for you, mm-hmm. you know, you really get that. You really get the connection. And we can all tell that, you know, Mary's heartbreak is very real and authentic, <sighs> and she is unabashedly singing through the pain. And Absolutely. that's why we fell in love with her in the first place. Standout tracks. You ready, Asante? Go. First of all, you have Love Yourself with Kanye West. Not my favorite song on the album, but it's good. You know, it's a hard, brash hip-hop beat. It reminds me of the stuff from her um, Love and Life album when she reunited with Puffy. It reminds me of those songs. She had a song called with 50 Cent called Let Me Be The One, and that reminds me of that. So I expected a Kanye West production. I really was was rooting for, uh, we were all rooting for her to (laughs) sing over a soulful Kanye West sample, but... This is what we got. I'm not ungrateful. It's a new Mary song. I'm happy either way it goes. Right. Thick of it. We already know what that is. We love it. Set me free. First of all, Mary J. Blige and Jasmine Sullivan sitting in front of that notebook together. That combo right there, they gave us thick of it. Now we have set me free. These lyrics, Mary just tells the whole story, and I'm trying not to go in-depth and quote too many lyrics because that is part of the excitement of listening to this album, being shocked or like, you know, moved by what she's saying because you can kind of make the correlation between what we've read in the media about her personal life and what she's singing. So there's so many lines that I want to say and pull from these songs, but I don't want to ruin <laughs> it for everybody's quotables. first time listening because that, for me, was a part of the... the fun part, yeah. Uh, and yes. so many of the tracks have that, too. It was like... Even the titles, the next song, It's Me. And the things she's saying on that. Why are you acting... Ooh. She's like, it's me. Like, it's, it's me. me. You ain't even got to do all that. It's me. <sighs> that song was hit me. I was telling the guys, like, you know, when you're listening to a new album and you're playing through every track, you're kind of, even though you know that the album is good, but you're waiting like for that one track that you, you know is going to hit you. You're school so. work and you're listening to your headphones. Yeah. And, you're like, okay. and you're like, you drop the, 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 uh, the pencil and you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> That's that. That's exactly, and you make that yes. ugly scrunch yes. face like shit because yes. everything they're saying, you're just like, oh, that's uh, the song right there. That one hit me hard. That was um, the next me. track is Glow Up with Quavo, DJ Khaled, and Missy I really Elliott. like that track too. I think that's gonna be my second favorite. Love it, club song, Summer single Bob. favorite, like <laughs> the jam. It means everything, and if you ever wanted to let your ex have it, that's a song to play while you getting dressed to go to the club. 
Um, <laughs> you and me, love lesson, beautiful. The transition from that into indestructible is my favorite moment mm. on the album. The last sixty seconds of number six, transitioning into the beautiful number seven, where she says, "I don't care. I'm just gonna say this part." She says, "Think about how valuable you are." Don't let what he puts you through cause you to close your heart. You got to love like you never been hurt to find the love that you deserve. At me, Mary. At me. <laughs> Mary, I mean, God damn, Mary. And the way she's singing on Indestructible when she's saying you got to love like you never been hurt. The way she's singing and her vocals are pulling, you can feel it. And this is a reminder of what makes Mary J. Blige special. It has never, ever been about a technical vocal. It has never been about any of this that. Mary wrong. J. Blige is a tangible. Her voice is literally tangible. Mm -hmm. You can feel her singing. And it is un, it is otherworldly, and it's what makes her special. Back to the album, thank you. It's something that you just have to listen to because what she's saying to her ex, thanking him for, just listen to the song. <laughs> Survivor, listen. Find the love, listen. Um, that song is for the circuit parties and um, the that's Palm the Springs song? party. That's the that's the song that's like you said the techno, skate song. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, Find the love is the skate song. I love I Smile I with her and Prince Charles. Number twelve, telling the truth. I'm gonna actually let Asante speak on. Um, it is a song featuring Kate Trinata, produced by Kate Trinata, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, it's go ahead, a, Asante. It's just a beautiful little bop. Um, I really would like to play it, but I don't want to get in trouble. And we will. Because <laughs> this album, like, we can't. All and it's Mary. Is, she, we gonna re, we, it's the queen. We can't do that. Did Daniel Caesar write one? Because didn't we see a picture of him with her? Oh, I'm curious he? to know which song he wrote. I didn't get a chance to look at the credits. Did you show me the picture? It was like Daniel Caesar and her at the studio. I don't think so. Maybe potentially. I swear I saw that. I thought it was one of y'all. Yes, background me. vocals. Daniel Caesar. Look, he's singing look background on God. telling the truth. Wow! Oh wow! Yep. Go Daniel Caesar. Y'all remember we shouted him out months yeah. ago, yep. saying that he was about to blow up. So that's bad, really bad, cool. Not good. Strength of a woman. The title track. This is a a, a power like crescendo song. Battle cry almost. Women that are going through shit in any way or have been through shit at all, or if you know a woman that's been through some shit or going through shit, you're going to like it. That was it's the last song, song, right? It's the second to last oh, song. Last. It's not really a bop, but it's like a power, you know, song. Y'all will like it. It's, you know, it's that kind An of anthem, music. anthem, yeah. Um, and Hello, Father, which is actually the <laughs> jam. And, the, and what she wrote about, I just love it. Bless you, friend. <laughs> Thank Bless you. you. Um, but yeah, Strength of a Woman, this album is great. Kudos, Mary, for being courageous and brave enough to sing about this shit. We all know what you're going through. Everybody is on your side. I have not, and I better not, see nobody say anything about supporting Kendu. Fuck Kendu. Fuck you, we Kendu. hate his guts. Um, everybody wants to anything? see. He, he better not say nothing. I guess what can he say? <laughs> I hope, I mean, just and to see Mary, she looks so beautiful Mary, in her La Perla gown at the, um, at the Met, the Gala. Met Gala. Like she's just to see her. There's something there's some, it's like something. You want her to win. Yeah. You just, you just really want to see her make it, especially when you know a little bit about what she's been through. So I'm so grateful for this album as a Mary J. Blige friend from day fucking one. I am such on a cloud of just joy and gloating. And, hey. you know, I feel like, see, I was right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's just a great moment. No, all jokes aside, it's great, great, really honest music that you will connect with. 
that everybody needs to listen to. So shout out to Mary for Strength of a Woman. Now, you ready yes. to talk about our other favorite album of the week, Asante? Absolutely. Also Ooh. having dropped, Young and May <laughs> dropped her story. I still haven't heard it. It's a cute seven tracks. I mean, the bomb. Is I feel like... Yeah, I think so. Oh. I feel like if I was going to go in... The, every single song on this album, I feel like I would have made. I put it to this album. On this project, I feel like I would have made. Hot so sauce. Dope, I agree man. with every single song. There's hot sauce. Bonnie with that oh, Ashanti is, with that down yes. ass chick sample. She even has a song with a Monica sample. Oh. Where? Yeah, it's called J O O T D. Monica's actually credited as a feature on the it's, song. Right, That's it, how it literally says feature Monica. <laughs> and so when I read that, I was like, Oh You're shit, like, I'm about to get Monica on there. Yes. <laughs> and in the middle of the rap, Young and Maven does just one of them days. <laughs> I was like, uh, uh. But it's just, but I love it. Uh, you better know music history, Young I, and May. I love Monica posted charisma. the song and said she loved it and you know all that Aww. shit. And Young and May was like, "It's such an honor." <laughs> Yo, Monica, it's such honor. Ooh, Ooh. Young and May is so dope to me. She's she so is. swaggy. Like yeah, even her, I love it. her whole vibe and look. I want to be friends with her. I told Word. her something. I, I feel like, like she we would get along. I, listen, mm-hmm. right? I feel like that would have been my friend growing up. Yeah. You got to be dealing with you Young and May on the her. pride circuit and shit. <laughs> Like, yo, come on, Em. Come talk come. to us at the Friends Zone, Young and May. We love you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, right along with Young and May's project, uh, I've been listening to a little bit of, you know, SZA dropped Love Galore. Love Galore. With Travis Scott. First of all, I already love SZA and I already love Travis Scott. The fact that they came together and SZA just gave that, like, ratchet. It's the jam. Gypsy. Like, I just love. And she's like, why are you bothering me? <laughs> when you know you, you don't. you know you. <laughs> 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 I cannot. <laughs> I cannot. I cannot. Why Yo, you bother I me when you know it. you don't want me? <laughs> what, like. Why you bother me when you know you got a woman? <laughs> Go listen to the goddamn track between uh, that interaction right there. I feel lazy because everybody's always like, "Can you just make a playlist?" So like, I have been like in playlist overload. Right. Um, last month's playlist was a uh, playlist was April Cools. I love that name. You come this up with some good ass titles. Month's playlist is May Jewels. Nice. Okay. You know, April showers bring May flowers. April Cools sprout May Jewels. I hear How that. How about that? Okay. How about that? So on the, just check out the the new playlist. It's going to be under the hashtag playlist pledge. You know, feel free to drop a dime in there if you like it or something. And um, I'm going to actually end the Music Man segment right there because I feel like there were well, a lot, there was a lot of time. There was a lot of music. Yeah, I mean, there was though. Kendrick Lamar that came out. Album Fire from the, beginning I to mean, fucking end. All of yeah. it. Even, and you know what? I love that loyalty track so oh, much. Oh, it's a jam. Rihanna's rapping on it. But I, I just need Rihanna and Kendrick to give me something else too. You I, want that Rihanna? You want that? You want that run this town vocal from her on a Kendrick? I don't track. need that. But I love. I love. I do. I already love that. <laughs> <laughs> Speak for yourself. Okay. Feel yeah. it coming in the That air. was a moment. I was like, ooh. Wait, John Mayer. I didn't. Did listen. y'all realize he dropped? Y'all no. don't like John Mayer? I dropped what? <laughs> Off the face of the earth. No, y'all don't like John Mayer. I, I just don't do him no more. He, or he don't do black girls. He don't do me. Never mind. I mean, <laughs> touche. <laughs> no, I, no, what's I mean, he, he doing? been doing like country albums, so I kind of like yes, wasn't. He yeah, I wasn't he, connecting with him for the last couple, on, but he came Sheeran? back. He been on Ed Sheeran. A, a little. Oh, see, no, 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 a little bluer. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. See, a little more bluegrass. Still, but now he came. He came back with 
more of his old like soul sound and it's like a couple gems. Yeah, exactly. Okay. That kind of vibe. Okay. I was really happy because I haven't heard from John Mayer in so long. So that was nice. That was a pleasant surprise. And Little Dragon. Oh, oh yes, 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 <laughs> yes, yes. Little yes. Dragon is back. Not to be confused with Little Kim. <laughs> Never to be confused with Little Kim. <laughs> Little Dragon is back. That made me happy. Their project is perfection from beginning to end. Little Dragon is the I shit. Right. I get to listen to it. You yet. gotta listen. I've been checking Those out. Those are my only mentions. Um, Jesse Reyes. People told me to check out. Um, young lady from. Where's she from? So let me not misinform because the people will come for me. Uh, Jesse Reyes has this track called Figures and Gatekeeper, which are both dope to check out. Ella mm-hmm. Mai dropped a project uh, last month, maybe. Oh, you know, um, I've been listening. To that I more. actually really, really like her little project. I'm gonna, yeah. play, I'm gonna play some jazz for you. Know, you know, I'm gonna play some jazz for you. And um, I don't know if I shouted him out previously, but Mac Wilds also dropped his project. Yes, you, and, you know what? I'm glad you said that because you told me to listen, but I totally forgot. Oh, you gotta listen. Friend, I saw everybody saying it is good. There you gotta some... watch the series too on Tidal. Yes. Which what series? After Hours by Mac Wilds. And Ty- Mouse Jones is in it. It's a web what? series on Tidal. Yeah. Go, Mouse. Right. Cute. All right, yeah. I gotta check it out. You gotta listen to that one too. There's some you you really I be, like it. You you friend. <laughs> Cause the way that I was like, is this Mac Wilds? <laughs> like I was like really Does he sing? Yes. Oh, you, it's good. It's it's real. Okay, I'm gonna listen. Okay, I'm gonna just play this second. It's only gonna be ten seconds. SoundCloud, look. <laughs> oh, I turned my volume all the way down, so I didn't make no mistakes previously. Yes, that was a SoundCloud god. Your lights. Okay. He said, lights and vibes. I'm so That's why I played it for you. That's, that's the only reason I played it for you. You got that was me the only three reason seconds. I played it for you. Look, back in the day, they said Diddy used to say if the song uh, more than 10 seconds, he like, he'd be like, turn it off. Oh, shit. Man, the song don't even start in 10 I'm seconds. I'm in. You had me at vibes. <laughs> that's the name of the track, too. Okay, but the project is called After Hours. Okay. <laughs> So yeah, Mac Wilds. Uh, I've been doing some old school DeBarge. I can't stop listening to it. I don't know why. You know, I've been listening to a lot of Tevin Campbell. Oh. Isn't that so? The other day I was like singing at the top of my love. I was like, can we talk? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. what about I don't know break where it, it came from. Oh my break God. It down. Woo. I don't want nobody else to I don't know what it is. He's just been. I've that been was the jam him. right there. Oh yeah, and by the way, also dropped a new song, uh, her. She did. H E R. Y'all, it's not me. Who? I promise you. If y'all don't stop asking me, if you look on my Facebook, <laughs> who dropped that? People be like, "Are you who her?" That? <laughs> who? <laughs> so, I yes, promise you, I'm not. She dropped her. one song. Her. Uh, who? <laughs> her. Oh, nigga. Y'all, look, y'all no. got to stop doing that because when y'all did that, when I promoted they, and then people kept tweeting me afterwards like, have you heard of they? I said, I tried to promote they, but their name is fucking they. I don't know how that helped them. Like, hey, that's it. That's they fault. <laughs> right. Look, look. And if, but I that's bet, like the internet. I bet people say that to them and maybe like, we put it like that, like that, like that, like that. Uh. You right. <laughs> that's they song. That's they song. Oh, shit. Right, that's they song. Who's that singing? Her? Who's that? Hers. What's like, the name of the rest song? They say. Reese, 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 her, Reese, another one, another, another one. one. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've been Khaled the entire episode. Another one. Oh, and Khaled released 
that song with everybody on it. Yeah, <laughs> everybody is on, people it. on it. I didn't we know are the world. For a while. Yeah. I was like, what song is this? Everybody. I hate when DJs be doing that. But is he? So he's gonna put his son on every cover. That's, that is that's so right. freaking that's cute. Right. Yo, he loves that baby. It's time to see more positive images. I love covers. it. His little baby in the Unlike, tux. Oh, Tamar, who I forgot to mention. The Shout out to Tamar Braxton. The song with her and her mom that she made for her mama, but on the cover is her mama and dad broke up. <laughs> My man. <laughs> so everybody check out Tamar Braxton's My Man. I've been watching the series. So she I can so it. sing. She can sing her, her face off. off. I yeah. can't take it. But that's going to wrap up the Music Man segment. Check me out for the playlist. Hashtag playlist pledge for all of the updates because I know some of y'all are too lazy to go listen to some of the songs I've suggested. So I've included a little bit of everybody on two playlists. One of them is an After Dark playlist. And the other one is the May Jewels playlist. Yes, Asante. You better that's be right. one step ahead. I'm trying to be like an internet DJ. So that's why I put Cute. up the, the PayPal link. It's not like I ain't got no money. It's like, you should pay me for my service. Because the girl DM me. She was like, I'm going to pay you for this playlist. But I ain't going to be doing a whole lot of that no more. Because people don't know what they really want to hear until you've played it for them. <laughs> well, thank you, Asante. Mr. Thank you. Music, thank you. Man. Thank you all for your participation as well. Always. It was literally my pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> now we're going to move on to... The moment that y'all have been tweeting us up a storm. Anytime I went to the friends on Twitter, it was like, I can't wait for Look at Dustin's raw <laughs> <laughs> recap. Oh, yeah. It's the oh, TV yeah, land. Oh, what's yeah. going on, Dustin? Tell us what's happening in these streets. All right. Real quick, y'all. Let's just let's just start with Love and Hip Hop Atlanta because that's going to take like I 20 cannot. seconds. And then we're going to get to this really? shit. That's it. That's it. Because ain't cannot. nothing really been happening. <laughs> It's really nothing to talk about. What I do want to talk about, though, is the fact that Rashida mm. has... Now, everybody's familiar with Rashida's storyline about Kirk Rashida having Jones. his baby. I oh, know. yeah. I, I was watching Blackish too. That was a funny episode. <clears throat> Rashida toilet paper. <laughs> 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 okay. Rakuki Sheeta. Anyway. <laughs> Rakuki Sheeta. Ricotta. Anyway, um, oh, wait. Segway. A music man segment. Mm-hmm. Did you hear Tammy's new song? Ten. Yes, I heard and the clip actually, of her. She was jamming. She, I was like, oh, make it throw all your clothes. Motherfucking Waka Waka. Tammy. Oh, Tammy. I thought you meant nah, Tammy Roman. Roman. No, not her. Like, we oh, we going to get to her fucking song in a minute. <laughs> not her. But Tammy Wait, wha- Rivera. Wha- you hear me, Waka. Oh, <laughs> waka Flacka. Waka Flacka. <laughs> Waka's chick. I'm a, yeah, I'm going to play Was it good? Yes. I was Rico so Love produced it. I promise you. I heard somebody playing it and I wanted to hate so bad, but I couldn't. I was like, wow. It's our kind of It's our kind of shit. Yeah, she's yeah. singing about throwing her nigga out the house yes. and that he can go live at them hoes house and throw oh. all his clothes out I was like ooh this is good <laughs> and the way she was singing it she looked so pretty Definitely it made me like her mm. oh there's a video well of her singing it in a car it's like an Instagram video <laughs> oh okay mind you like like a week before <laughs> right like the week before she was rapping cash dials for everybody in a car so you know I'm just I'm all about Tammy Rivera right now <laughs> That music so, was good. I it, cannot I wait. Not you got to play it for it me. Was I good. Take it was good. But anyway, back to Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Rashida is, for some reason, going on a, a talk show tour, um, you know, speaking in talk shows about really not saying nothing. And I, I, I just, like, why I didn't know she talked. She's been <laughs> silent on the show this whole season, and she's got one of the most um, robust storylines <laughs> that the show has seen. Why aren't you speaking up there? And when you're doing these interviews on shows like, you know, that show that Tamar used to be on, 
she's not I read a transcription I don't watch that show anymore and y'all know why um shout out to Tamar Braxton but anyway shout out to Tamar um Rashida did the show and she did an interview and alluded to being separated and you know saying that you know she just you know she just didn't say nothing and it's getting on my nerves because what makes you think that you've done enough on the show to even go sit up and occupy somebody six minutes for an interview and then when you do it, you're not saying nothing. I'm waiting on Rashida to say, listen, this hurt me to my core. I cannot believe that my husband and the father of my children had a baby with some hood rat, you know what I'm saying, on the streets from whatever. And this is and real. This is real. I still feel this like is real. I'm waiting for y'all to be like, oh, it was bullshit. This is real. And so the fact that she's like doing these talk wow. shows and stuff and only concerned, she's just like Neffy, a gutter snipe. <laughs> she just, she's mm. only concerned about the show mm. getting made up. And she always looks so pretty. She can dress her ass off. You can't take that away from her. She's a beautiful girl. Yeah. But she just doesn't have anything in the container. Like there's nothing there. Nothing. If you're waiting, you just want to shake the television like, Rashida! Like, wake up! Right. She's not giving you anything, so I just can't do it. Congratulations to Jocelyn for having that beautiful baby, Bonnie Bella. Bonnie she posted a video of the baby cooing in his stroller, and Jocelyn was saying so many sweet things to her. Mm. It was a side of her we've never seen, and the baby is gorgeous. Moving on from Love & Hip Hop Atlanta. Um, let's do. Let's get Basketball <clears throat> Wives out the way so we can get to the good shit. Oh, um, <laughs> Where is Malaysia? Why do we have to go through all these random girls that mean absolutely nothing, I bring mean, absolutely nothing to the they show, better not waste do. all of our time, tw- waste your Wait, time, twenty seventeen? No, uh, she will bringing her later. I guess apparently she didn't get signed up what? to the show um, right when the other girls, like when Evelyn, Shawnee, and Tammy started filming, they weren't going to bring Malaysia back. They brought all these new girls in that are completely vapid, have nothing, right? So they bring these new girls in. They they film none of the drama sticks, none of the storylines are riveting. So they signed Malaysia. I guess they gave her as much money as she wanted or asked for that they originally probably said no to and gave her what she wanted and she came back to film. But because she filmed later, the first few ep- the first three episodes, she hasn't been in them. But mm. we've been forced to sit through strangers. These horrible, strangers. The, not even the sweet nothings, the sour nothings of these new girls. It's awful, awful. Making Terrible. up conflict. Well, you got, they want to stay on. Okay, so let me just give you an example, right? New new girl, new kid on the block. Um, Swaggy P, Nick, Nick Young, Young, his, uh, <laughs> you know the one that was dating Iggy? Yeah, yeah. So he had a baby mama. But he's that meme with the question mark. Yes, exactly, friend. <laughs> and so are we after seeing this. <laughs> Absolutely. So his uh, baby mama's on the show, and some other girl comes on the show, and I guess she used to text him back in the day and was trying to let her know. And so then they both trying to argue, and I'm just like, I don't care about neither one of you I blame Kiana, though. It, and I'm going to tell fault. you why. Kiana's because she almost mama. had me. I almost like Kiana. I like the way that she said something about the Nick Young stuff, but she didn't, like, trash him. She just said how she felt about it and told what happened from her perspective, mm-hmm. and that was it. You can tell it wasn't something that she wanted to exploit for being on the show. It got her on the show, but there was she could have been interesting enough outside of that Bible based on her interactions with the other girls. Right. Where she dropped the ball was she chose this other girl named Elena who has already gotten on every last one of my nerves. Another stranger. I mean, she first of all, you look like um, the family guy people. You know what I'm saying? In the face. <laughs> Don't she look like them Quagmires or whatever? She looks Quagmire. like American Dad. She looks like they drew her. She looks like one of them. She what's the like- man that does no Seth, Seth MacFarlane? She looks <laughs> yeah, like one of his does. cartoons. 
Um, and she, she looks swears, like an angel. right? Angel Do was new strong. people ever work? Like no, when they add that's new people, thing. does that ever work? Yes, there's, there's a tell you when to it that. did work. What? Brandy Maxile, and it didn't work, but that's what made her work. Brandy is a person that literally did not take nobody's shit, and it came off as being overbearing, not confrontational. Just like, damn, some stuff you can let go, and it became her being incessantly overbearing, so a lot of viewers got tired of her. Mm. But Brandy was good television because she don't give a damn about Tammy, Shawnee, none of them. <laughs> it ain't flying here. And you know, a person like me, I like a little bit of that. So and Kenya I like was a good addition on Row, right? Yes. What? Kenya, no? so she's talking about Real Housewives of oh, Atlanta. Oh, you Roa, know, I, I, R-H-O-A. Right, I thought I when she said Kenya, I you don't know You think about Kenya Bell. I thought yeah. about that bitch on the train. And Beyonce. Doing, <laughs> what is this? <laughs> oh, my God. It's a long story. Long story. Long, long story. <laughs> Got the reason to the ball for that but one. But it, it's just, so basketball always made us sit through that. So I'm really looking forward to Malaysia and Brandy returning. Mm-hmm. Now, Tammy versus Malaysia Evelyn and Jackie Brandy. versus Jackie, because that's really who she's arguing with her damn self. Jackie um, versus Jackie. <laughs> Evelyn there's a lot that you could say about Evelyn there's a lot not to like or whatever Evelyn made some poor choices and really made an ass out of herself on TV but Evelyn was also entertaining funny good to look at you know what I'm saying yeah. and she she knows how to occupy a scene on television and make herself present and enough to keep your interest Tammy Roman, on the other hand, is somebody who only knows how to be confrontational with other people. She only knows how to be rude and 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 literally make her personality the dominant one in the room by minimizing other people. Now, that being said, you have people that deserve it, like Jackie Christie, you know what I'm saying, and other people that Tammy has argued with. But in this case, her argument and her motive for, for this conflict with Evelyn is not rooted in something that has occurred. It's not rooted in any of that. She's already said that she doesn't care about the fact that Evelyn and, and Tammy's ex-husband had sex when they may or may not have still been legally married. They clearly weren't in a relationship. They probably was just still married on paper, and, like, the divorce paperwork hadn't been pushed all the way through yet. So Tammy is using that as a reason to hate Evelyn for all of this time. Mind you, it's so fake because those of us like me with the eagle eye who've been watching since <laughs> season one, episode one, we remember when Tammy wanted to go through all these press interviews talking about how her and Evelyn have found a good place and how, um, you know, um, her and Evelyn, really, they have found a friendship and they're hanging out and shit. She wanted them to be friends because all along from episode one of season two, Tammy wanted to be a part of the crew and fit in with Jennifer and and Evelyn and Shawnee. But Shawnee was the only one who claimed her as their friend because she didn't know Evelyn and, and Jennifer. Fast forward seasons later, Tammy stayed afloat because of whooping ass every season on the show. Jennifer never had a personality, so she fell by the wayside after her and Evelyn's conflict, which turned a lot of people off about Evelyn. So now you just end up with Tammy and Evelyn here in the end. And Tammy's reason, she literally said in this episode, right? Literally said in her confessional, not even in a conversation with anybody else. Oh, my God. Else. I can't believe. Go on, please. <laughs> everything, Tam- everything Evelyn do while she in L.A. is about me. Don't. Don't don't some of us stay woke and ever Evelyn sees Tammy out here in LA doing her thing, glowing, glowing up, and she decided to come back out here and take the shine away. 
Tammy is so delusional. <sighs> when I tell you Evelyn Lozada is literally not <laughs> like thinking about, about Tammy you called, Roman. You called Evelyn Lozada a hoe, right? You said she fucked her way through three players associations and she's currently with a baseball player. Wow. So she's currently with a baseball player. Right. <laughs> and she just had she just had her own show. Now, whether or not Oprah asked her for her show back or not, she just had her <laughs> own show on own. Right. Right. She had her Birdman book. De- no one is thinking about Tam OGs. <laughs> no one is saying that bitch got the Bonnet Chronicles. I'm about to go square this shit up. Like, right. ain't nobody said <laughs> that. Ain't nobody, right. ain't nobody thought half of that. Nobody. E- Evelyn ain't yo. thinking about her. Evelyn is going through IVF, trying to have another baby. Her I man is worth hundreds I of millions of dollars. You know what I'm saying? I can't, for real. And like, Tammy, like, literally had on them wigs like them bring it on girls. <laughs> like them little girls all for real. bring it on. They be wearing them wigs. That's what Tammy's wigs look like. <laughs> Like, they literally just be on. Tammy wigs, literally, <laughs> if you go in the beauty supply, you know how they have applied. them color wigs and stuff in the beauty supply? <laughs> it literally looked like she went and got those wigs and wore them on Basketball Wives. And that blonde bob is too thin. Oh my God! Stop the hair. I'm like, is that her real hair? That's how thin it was. I'm like, is that her real shit? It is. No, it's not. I looked at the roots. <laughs> she need more people. Hers gonna break off if you bleach. Stop like being that. cheap and splitting the tracks, Tammy. That's what that's coming oh. from. They taking that razor and splitting that track. Mm-hmm. Being cheap. Get another bag of hair, Tammy. While you on, while you fronting, shooting scenes with your boyfriend, talking about you online looking at handbags because you work hard. Like you work hard. You the type that need to start from scratch. If you gonna buy some clothes and shit and spend you some money, get you some staple pieces. Get you a black dress. Get you a pencil skirt. Get you a white blouse, collar no, blouse. Get you, you know, jeans, Tammy. Tammy needs to completely start from scratch and stop working with these. F-level stylists, okay, who are getting her a bunch of cheap-ass clothes, making her look like she picked a bunch of cheap-ass clothes as opposed to her looking like she just wore what was in her closet, which is what she normally looks like. You've never seen Tammy properly glammed up and looking good. It's always something off or ashy or dry or sticking up or... You can tell the clothes are cheap because of the hemlines being crooked. And, you know, like there'll be the clothes, will be <laughs> like the front of the dress will be steamed, but up on the shoulders, it'll be wrinkled up. Like they only steam the front types. Tell me that kind of one. You know what I'm saying? Drinking beer all the time, taking her shoes off. That's Tammy. You know, and I'm just tired of it because she tries to act like she's going to whoop everybody's ass and won't nobody say nothing to her. You know what I'm saying? Jackie Christie, a prime example. Jackie is... (laughs) See that? That was Jackie Christie. Jackie Christie is a punk. She was acting like she was scared of Tammy in their confrontation. And what Jackie was doing was yelling a bunch of stuff aggressively that really wasn't things that you say in an argument. She wasn't mad. She was saying like, you know, I would never say that about you. You know, I love you. You know, I'm your friend. You are my friend. As opposed to saying, who you calling a bitch? Because Tammy was like saying things like, bitch, don't be rolling your eyes at me. Fuck all y'all bitches in here. I don't give a fuck about none of y'all. I would never punch your husband's wife in her face. Because my concern is with him. Like, she was going there, okay? And Jackie was not. Jackie was trying to act like she was restraining herself and holding back, but she was scared. Everybody knows Jackie ain't going to (laughs) jump. 
So Tammy went off on her because she knew she could. But when she had that meet up with Evelyn, she kept herself under control because she knows Evelyn will own show, fix up my life and all. Evelyn will go ahead and throw them things with her on at one the of end them, of the day. On one of them last episodes of her yeah. own show, I remember her saying, like, you know, I ain't popped off on a bitch in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Like, she yeah, for real. Like her palms for real. Was <laughs> what? And so it's just, you know, it's just all of that How that makes the show. How has she been this season? Calm? Evelyn's been very calm. Like, She's gym. been handling herself, but calm. Um, Jackie ain't shit. She, has a, she does not have a relationship. She favors... Her daughter Chantel over her daughter Takari, mm-hmm. um, and it's because of how she looks. Takari has come forward and said that um, she has done and said nothing about any of Takari's children, but she's had a, a glamour party for Chantel's baby. Glamour. It's just all that That's kind of so stuff. Terrible. Jackie is just a fraud. She's a horrible person. Let's get to what y'all really want to talk about: Real Housewives of Atlanta. Are all those bam, damn bam, reunion bam. episodes done yet? No. We're no. on, we we got one more in the cooker and it's finally getting good. I will say, was we it worth through, it? Four weeks? No, <laughs> it was. I'll say this episode was three was so good that it was worth waiting two weeks. But we shouldn't have had to wait two weeks yeah. to hear it. It should have been. Condensed. It should have been they the first just, one because two and three were there. One and two, there was nothing that happened. Fucking Andy, listen. He has a new show. You seen it? Love and Connection. I can't wait to watch. I can't mm-hmm. believe they're bringing that back. I remember. Don't you remember, I'm like Chuck Woolery? Yes. Classic. <laughs> Where do we start with with Real Housewives of Atlanta? Which one do you want to start with? I mean, do you want to start with Frick or do you want to start with Frack? <laughs> we can start with both of them, but what I want to start with is the two people who came to play, the two people who showed up and Peter showed Thomas. out. Peter Thomas. And Shamia motherfucking Morton. <laughs> when I tell you, first of all, Peter was sharper than a right turn. What he had on, he, that, yeah. that velvet blazer <laughs> with that, that waistcoat. And then listen, it was good, good. You could see the material. That wasn't that shit that Tammy Roman be having on. That was Look, good Peter was quality sh- he material. Up, he had been listening to Jamie Foxx. I had one too many drinks. Right. Peter had been listening to Lemonade, too. Oh, okay. Peter was over it. And I love Cynthia so much. And I love the fact that she has, you know, stayed above the phrase. She has refused to make her di- her divorce scandalous in any way. She's mm-hmm. rather fo- she would rather focus on the healing component and focus on showing that no matter how one person is feeling, the other person can somehow try to find some peace and be open to moving forward in peace. And so that's something that people need to see because it's not always divorce. He's at each other's throat, although that's good to watch now. It's not always like that. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to Cynthia for that. But Peter came to play. He checked the dog shit out of not just freaking Frack, Phaedra, and Portia, but also like, Bob Whitfield. Frack? Okay. Okay. He also yeah, checked Bob Whitfield. Um, they called themselves freaking Freck on the show. And, um, oh, I thought y'all called And them. Portia's sister had them onesies made and it had freaking Freck on the asses. Because Andy even asked, he was like, he was like, how's, how'd you get the names freaking Freck? I want a onesie. And she's like, oh, my sister, man. You know, that's how Portia talked. But yeah. Right. Um, so that was just amazing to watch Peter do his thing. And then he actually walked off set because he just couldn't take it. And also he walked off because Peter was drunk. From the moment that Peter, they showed him on the screen, I knew that Peter had been Gone. drinking and it made for a very interesting watch. Okay. Um, he called Portia out about talking that shit about him fucking all them 19-year-old waitresses in Atlanta. He called Phaedra out about everything she said about their marriage and how she used to gloat and throw hers in their face. And it was just glorious to see. And the fact that they were sitting up there again perpetuating lies I think it was just too much for Peter to take and he had to get the hell out of Dodge mm-hmm. before he set up there and cussed some women out you know what right. I mean he did the thing that you do you get out the situation he right. walked off the stage <clears throat> off yeah. 
and left. There really wasn't anything else he can do, honestly, because, like, look at it. It's his last season. Him and Cynthia ain't going to be together unless he keeps showing up as, like, ex or the friend right, of or whatever. Yeah. But outside of that, you on a reunion, and these broads up here have been lying all this time, and this is your last time because you're divorced, and they contributed to that. <sighs> Sheree sitting up there, Can't her lips imagine. looking like a liver, a chicken liver with that dark, horrible <laughs> lipstick on. I don't know I why Sheree had it all the bones. Right. <laughs> I'm the bone carrier. It looked like her dress was... Bo- Never mind. Anyway, uh, speaking <laughs> of bones, your dress didn't have no boning in it. That's why it was falling in the front like that. Sheree got to stop wearing cheap shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, it didn't. Speaking of bone, you the bone. She's talking about she the bone character. The way, Where's the boning the behind way that, that you dress? you and I, friend, no. looked at each other like... <laughs> we looked at each other like Terrio. Like, we both was like... Because the dress was taffeta, <laughs> like and, and you could tell, wrong. like, it fell. It was supposed to be standard. It wasn't no boning. It was a cheap dress, just like Portia's dress was cheap. Portia's dress, I have a friend that sews in Detroit. Shout out to Mafia.com in Detroit. Um, Mafia sews, and, I, and Mafia used to make dresses really, really quick, right, to perform in. And so I know that oh, I, know, go. I know that <laughs> right. I know that you know you, some dresses and stuff like that when it comes to sewing and it's all one piece of material oh like that God. and the way the dress was made like that deep V basically just they took the material and just cut it up there and the sleeves was in bell sleeves <laughs> it required no custom work nothing it was a cheap oh, dress God. it was, it was a cheap dress that sparkled like that's what it was is yes. Portia a pretty girl? Yes. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Is that all that we can say about Portia? Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. That's it. Because Portia <laughs> is, is dumb and she's also a villain. Portia is literally a villain. Yeah. People want to paint Kenya and more she, as a villain. I but wish she's she would not. be a better villain. I wish she would just do the that. The problem just do is that. the reason Kenya beats Portia in the villain department is because Kenya is actually smart and articulate and she knows how to passively aggressively get across the point that we want that's why sometimes the thing that we want from kenya is the ratchet push that sometimes her insults lack right they just don't have that like that's why portia could steal the the scene like that when she told kenya to shut the fuck up because it was authentic and everything kenya was saying to her seemed prepared and rehearsed not in a prepared rehearsal way, like the things that phase right. It was controlled, mm-hmm. Asante. And so that's where Kenya falls flat sometimes. But Kenya's better at it than Portia because she's smarter, which isn't a hard feat. Because yep. um, Kenya, <laughs> Kenya always finds a way to throw herself into the mix or into a point. And, and she's like, always telling the truth, too. She Kenya is. Get, the problem is that Kenya has gotten on everybody's nerves. And that's but why what I mean, she like, Kenya, said don't has been talk. true. <laughs> it's she's right. been telling it's the right. truth. But in this case, on episode three, and I'm really trying hard not to be long-winded, y'all, but it's just so much we got to talk about. On episode three, Kenya didn't do nothing but shake her titties and laugh all night long. (laughs) Fix her titties, rather, and laugh all night long. She All night long, she was fixing her titties and laughing. (laughs) That's what she was doing the whole night. Because it was so much material. Shout out to Shamia Morton, who came on that show and did, within her first 15 seconds on camera, what we had been waiting for two episodes for everybody she else to somebody. do. She verbally what we want. She ain't had to put her hands on nobody, because you know why? She put them in Phaedra's face. Let Phaedra she literally stuck it. her arm out. The my let's should we do a highlight reel, Asante? Some of my favorite moments <laughs> when she told um, Phaedra that she was a bride. She because Phaedra started saying how Shamia was screwing everybody to get shoes. Shamia <laughs> told her, "I'm a bride. What you gonna be doing? You gonna write letters <laughs> and laugh?" Shamia, yeah, yeah, you can write them now since we divorced. Like that's right, you're divorced. Right, <laughs> like, Shamia, and I've she she ring. was poised. 
She's a pretty girl. She kept herself together the whole time that she was set up there. She was articulate. She didn't lose control. She measured the way that she raised her voice. I mean, it was a knockout performance. Was she the one they kept saying Candy was dating? Yeah, the one that she kept saying Candy was what? <laughs> I ain't gonna do it. <laughs> yes, her. And they address it. They nailed Phaedra's lying ass, raccoon face ass, Jesus. smash titty ass to the floor. They nailed her down, and it was so good to watch. Phaedra never once copped to anything. She never answered anybody's question directly. She deflected from everything, and she did a piss-poor job at it. She is not a good liar, which is Awful. why she is not a good lawyer. Awful. Everybody that she even references working with lost their cases. We've seen her lose cases on the TV when we have seen them. Win a case. She had the audacity oh. to sit her ass up there. She had her audacity. Right. Yeah, Cynthia told her to win a case. No. Cynthia told her to win a case. That's terrible. Phaedra set her bug's life looking ass up there on that couch, oh. and she lied about everything from the minute that she sat there. She deflected. Instead of saying... What she said, she'll say, oh, well, so what? Candy's a brave reproach. Reproach and lying are two different things. And everything that Candy brought up about Phaedra, she referenced, basically gave you time, date, stamps, everything. Candy kept it real because Candy's feelings were hurt. And that's the difference between her and Phaedra. Phaedra was smug and indifferent because she doesn't care. And at the end of the day, she was never truly Candy's friend. Phaedra is never going to be anybody's friend. She's a person that looks out for herself and doesn't even do a good job at that. She's the definition of dirty. Portia is just as dirty. Her hands are just as dirty and, as Phaedra's. And I'm wondering, I'm, I want to know how far they're willing to go. Because when you even watch Portia sit there and mm-hmm. try to almost half back it up, because you could tell that bitch know that she's fucking wrong and she's stupid. I mean, clearly. Because <laughs> like she cause she's almost wants to backpedal. She's like, well, I'm sorry if I hurt your feelings. It's like, no, bitch, you know what you did. You right. just don't want to apologize for being caught. So how far are you willing to go? They're doing shit like this. Like when they said that they was like this. When that, <laughs> during that scene... Um, when Phaedra's like they they close she close to them both Portia was like she close to both of them she is close alluding to Candy being a lesbian saying stuff about being in the closet alluding to Candy being a lesbian Phaedra, what Phaedra do they said, say on the reunion though Asante what does Portia say well y'all are close look at the end of the day y'all her close her dumb ass instead of just saying yes I said y'all was being lesbians bitch what's up and I ain't know what the you fuck know what I was saying? talking about cause right. I can't stand you and it don't matter how much you know what I eat I still said it about you right. that's what you do you own your shit and you stand up in it. And that's what Portia and Phaedra did not do. And that's why they were so painful to watch. Yeah. A part of me is really excited about next season because Nene Lanithia Monique Leaks has been quite vocal about her distaste and displeasure with Phaedra Parks and Portia and has called out how she feels literally about the shit with Candy. Well, can I, I t- can't wait to see them run the can town I, Frank, next Can I tell week. you how the episode ended before we go in to watch what happens live? <laughs> Portia wraps up what she's saying and says, I can't talk much about any of this about who said what so I'm gonna give it to Phaedra because she's the one that said that told me and tells that Phaedra is the one that accused her and said she was gonna try to <laughs> I don't wanna say it cause I don't wanna be the allegedly guy and right. I feel like we've run with this lie long enough about Candy but Phaedra said it it was just good you know what I'm saying and, and Ace Ace needs a spinoff and now Candy said you said that? yeah and turned all the way up, and now we left. And next week is going to be good because they're going to. Next week we find out that Phaedra is the one who told Portia the lie that Candy and then wanted to drug her and take her home to a sex dungeon that don't exist. It was. 
Yeah, so Candy, just like she said, that's real. That's a rape. That's fucking a, a rape accusation. You talking about like, the feds? What kind of shit like, is that? that that's that's what I'm saying. They, they so stupid that they're going too far in the name of fake drama. Right. And I just want to say one more thing. Shamia, the scene that we saw in their reunion with Shamia versus Phaedra is Great. case in point what I'm talking about, what I always say on this show, that drama that is real and authentic is what makes those kind of confrontational scenes exciting and come the alive. Them two Look cats, at how real. When they That's saw because each other, that was real ass, drama. Ass that ain't lovely Mimi and them uh, deciding to yell <laughs> no, on TV. Not even a little bit. And it makes it so painful to watch the cheap shit when you can watch this. That's why Real Housewives of Atlanta will... All, all right, shout out to Castile. That's why Real Housewives of Atlanta will always sit on a higher shelf than the other reality shows because they literally... Those girls that are on this show, with the exception of Phaedra's lion ass, they actually respect the integrity of the show. And so the casting is done differently. The girls, they, they're quiet during the off-season. It's just a different type. It's just... It's cursive reality Did TV. you hear what they asked Nina and watch what happens live? I heard everything they asked Nene on Watch What Happens Live. <laughs> they asked her if uh, she thinks that Portia is bringing the brand down. Which I felt some kind of way about because I know I was one of the first people, if not the first <laughs> one, that said that <laughs> Portia took the class, like she took the franchise down at level. I know I made that point on here. Several times. <laughs> so stop stealing my questions and shit. <laughs> That's it, though, y'all. There's more I could say, but everybody know Phaedra ain't shit. We are tired of her. She looks like the meter, the thing that you put a quarter in and look out across the water. You know what I'm talking oh about? That's God. what Phaedra looked like with them sunken place oh. ass eyes. Yeah. <laughs> that's what she That's what she. That's what, that's what she looked like. Now sink. <laughs> right. Them sunk ass well, eyes looking like a Ritz, a Ritz with almonds. She looked like a Ritz with almonds on it. That's what <laughs> that face looked like. like <laughs> Yo, you're funny as shit. Hey, child, I don't know. My eyes already done sunk. Okay. <laughs> Get out. That's what Bravo told her fired ass. Get out. Ooh, I could use some tea now, child. <laughs> Did you see I when think. Wendy did that whole thing? Uh, Wendy said that uh, not only is Phaedra, al well, allegedly, back, but she's bringing Amorosa along for the ride. That's a lie. Bravo and everybody but else didn't already said season? it's not yeah. true. Oh. Every Bravo and everybody already didn't said it's not like, true. Amorosa is not coming on the show. Andy said it, and Wendy should be ashamed of I herself. I was like, Wendy is really going to say You're a grown-ass. On daytime TV. Right. How, why would you say that? But Wendy ain't got no integrity. We always knew that. <laughs> Well, well, we well. Oh, we already did that part, huh? <laughs> uh, uh, looking like a Halloween decoration. <laughs> That's what Wendy looked like. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's what Wendy looked like, scaring the shit out of everybody. Don't let your kid hide your kids. Yo, someone posted the <laughs> clip, and I'd never seen it. Um, Why did they tweet it to us? I don't know why, on Friends on Twitter. Ooh. Where Wendy? Oh, when she cried about Williams, <laughs> yeah. Wendy Williams is a big fat whale. Wendy <laughs> that shit was Yo, hilarious. Now I'm, I don't like laughing and stuff like that, but because she's so mean, it was like so telling. Mm. You know what I mean? It was so telling. Ah. <laughs> ah. Thanks again to Talkspace for supporting this week's episode of the Friend Zone. Going to a traditional therapist isn't for everyone. Sometimes you need to reach to someone at your own convenience, and with Talkspace, you can. Talkspace is the online therapy company that makes it easy to connect with a licensed therapist, handpicked just for you, for as little as $32 a week. Using Talkspace, you have the freedom to text, audio, and video message your therapist as much as you want. 
And all Talkspace therapists are background checked, so when Talkspace matches you with your online therapist, you'll know that you're getting help from an experienced and licensed professional. Talkspace knows that emotions can't be scheduled, so with their unlimited messaging therapy, you can text, audio, and video message your therapist as much as you want. Even if you're still unsure about Talkspace, their customer support is available to help answer any non-clinical questions you may have about how Talkspace works. To sign up or learn more, go to Talkspace.com zone. And as a special offer for our listeners, you can use coupon code zone to get $30 off your first month and show your support for the Friend Zone podcast. That's Z-O-N-E and Talkspace.com zone. Talkspace. Therapy for how we live today. Okay. <laughs> oh, how I miss that. How you miss the that. way you say it that way. I like to hear like your to hear return to your wordplay. Word Asante LaBelle. But now we're going to move on to this week's asking for a friend to see what craziness you guys have up your sleeve. <laughs> this week I'm asking for a friend. And next week I'm going to do it right again. Oh, yeah. Ain't no more breaks this time. Oh, God. No. All right. So don't forget to email us all of your mess at the friend zone at loudspeakersnetwork.com. Um, this one subject asking for a friend, self-sabotaging tendencies. Mm. Oh. Ooh. Friend Asante and Dustin. I'm gonna skip your first paragraph, but thank you. <clears throat> Damn. Here's my question. Has self-criticism ever led you to be self-sabotaging? And if so, how do or how did you deal with it? This especially is in my dating life, and when big opportunities come my way without me expecting them. Rather than pick out and focus on the things that I like about a person who shows interest in me, something in me, I can't turn away all the little unimportant things in me, or pardon me, all the unimportant things that I may not be a fan of. For example, how they text, how conversations are worded, or how, they're, how they dress. Yeah. I let those tiny things overshadow the guys who may actually be decent and unintentionally turn them into something they're not. This also happens when big opportunities randomly come my way. I'm not a huge fan of randomness, and when unexpected things happen, I'm not always sure how to react and usually taking to ask, usually turn to asking, am I good enough? Am I taking space away from someone else who wants this more? And things like that. It usually ends with me not taking the offer, not finishing the application, or not going out with that person. How do you deal with, uh, with self-sabotaging habits, and how can you move past them when they are preventing you from meaningful opportunities or from having a good life? Thanks! I can literally <laughs> I speak to face. this. I know exactly what you're going through. Mm -hmm. This letter is totally me. And the only thing Over you can do is just challenge yourself because you know how you want to be and you're smart and mature enough to recognize that this is stopping things that could be good for you. And you have to trust your wisdom you have to trust your experiences and the lessons that you have learned and the things that you know for sure because you've experienced them the other way. You have to rely on those and rely on your strength. You have to create this song, this strong sense of self that you know would be advantageous for you to have in these circumstances. You have to make that who you are. 
And it's the only way. There's no formula. There's no system. There's no tools. There's no none of that. It probably is a couple of tools, but we ain't got time for all that. <laughs> you just have to decide that you want that situation to go right, and you have to trust and believe the things that you deem trustworthy. And the only way you can do that is by trusting yourself and your own power of discernment. So you just have to strengthen your muscle of discernment, you know, jack it around, you know what I'm saying? And then just go ahead and make sound decisions to move forward without fear and without inhibition in cases where you feel like it's the right thing to do. And you'll be surprised at the results. And every time you do it, it gets easier and easier to do it. Yeah. Mm. I would suggest listening to the imposter syndrome episode that we did with Jessica Lee. Because I think that was a great episode where we basically discussed when you feel like you're a fraud and not good enough, you know, in relationships and career paths. It's something that I think is pretty common, um, especially for... I'm not even, I was going to say just for creatives, but I think it happens to everyone, really. Anyone that is evolving and trying to, you know, climb up the ranks and whatever their particular field is, you start getting anxiety and nervous and wondering if you can handle it, if you're worthy, if you're worth it, you know, and I think it's pretty normal. I don't know very many people who don't deal with it. But like Dustin said, it's just a matter, I think you're already... like you've already won half the battle which is your Mm -hmm. awareness of it Mm -hmm. you know there's some people that just will continue to sabotage themselves and not even really understand what's happening but the fact that you can see it you know it's happening is already a great step because it just shows that you have figured out that this is what you're doing (laughs) and that you are your own worst enemy at this point and once you I think you need to have more conversations about Maybe what it is that you really want to accomplish, there sounds like there's just a bit of insecurity. You know, I think once you Mm. put more energy into whatever your craft is or whatever it is that you're trying to build and develop and get stronger at it, you know, maybe take more classes, um, become undeniable. And I think when you become Mm. undeniable in your craft, and this has nothing to do with anybody I mean undeniable to you where you can look in the mirror and be like, I fucking love this. I'm great at it. I know what I contribute. I know what it is that's missing if I don't complete this. You know what I mean? Like you have to prove that to yourself. And once you build that armor of just like, like I said, being undeniable, then you go out there and it doesn't really matter whether you get the opportunities or not. You just know, you know, what it is that you're here for. And I think that that, mindset it's a belief system there's something in you that doesn't think um you can do this and you kind of have to just attack that and show yourself that you can by strengthening your skill set to me that's what always helps i just read more (laughs) i learn more i just give myself i give myself more power in any Mm. way that i can and that's the way to get over those humps (laughs) what about Mm -hmm. you asante this is gonna be real trivial telepop music just breathe. Oh my God! Signature <laughs> song over here. Because honestly, <laughs> I love that. Everything that everybody said is like right on target. Like when I just take those moments to just stop and breathe, I can almost like formulate what my next steps need to be. Like right. I can almost remove the doubt. I can almost really formulate like what's supposed to happen, as opposed to me feeling or trying to figure out. I can just be. So sometimes when you just stop, take that breath. You can literally just say, okay, I don't have to think about half the shit that I'm thinking about right now. 
what do I want to think about or what can I think about to like get away from this and just not think about, let me not think about this or let me not be good enough. Or you can always move yourself into spaces to be better and get there. Like you, instead of telling yourself that you don't deserve, remember that you here because you do deserve. And so now you got to do is take it. Like I'm learning this still. So I'm up here telling you this, like, I just know this and it's easy. Like I'm learning this every day in every situation I tackle. So I'm right there with you, my neurotic ass. Like, there are some days I just start thinking too much and I'm in my head and I've already decided, all right, well, the answer is this, so I don't got to try. It's like, no, (laughs) go experience and just be and relax and then either it's going to come to you or you can rework on how to get it. And it happens. Like like I said, with my wellness retreat in Chicago, day one was, I mean, I walked out of there and I felt like I was floating. Mm -hmm. It was so, not Chicago, sorry, Atlanta. It was so perfect. Like, everything went perfect. It was flawless. One of those days where something you created comes to life and you just feel so fucking good and proud. And then day two was a disaster. (laughs) And I felt terrible. I was questioning, why am I doing this? Started beating myself up. Like, it happens. You know, you're going to have a seesaw effect a lot of the times it is yeah you know and i really do think the universe is just like listen you're not always going to get it right Mm -hmm. and that's totally fine it's really a way to appreciate though like sometimes yeah that weekend blew me i was like how did i come from this high that's why i had a low that's why every time i talk about like i am dog tired from traveling but lord thank you like i am just so happy because right now the the bank account there is (laughs) There's money in it. There's a little bit of money in there, <laughs> but it don't matter because I've been able to go and see everything that I wanted to see. I've got yeah. weed at home. Like, like the things that I care about that I want and love and just have to have are there. Hell, and you you didn't got your hair purple. Okay. <laughs> I'm the unicorn. I don't got to look for the unicorn. What Mary J say? It's me. Think about how valuable you are. I'm trying to tell you. But get Mary's album. That's what yes. you do. <laughs> the get strength end. of a woman. Absolutely. Well, thank you. We hope that helped somehow, right? That was a great one. We got a black business, y'all. We do, actually. I wanted to... So, you guys know that Korean skincare is, like, all the rage. I mean, it's been all the rage for a while. Which one of the masks? Which one of them? No, no, no. There's a new blog um, by a woman named Courtney from Atlanta. And, yeah, and it's uh, it's called Black Girl Gone K-Beauty. And it's basically a black girl in love, love with all things Korean skincare. And I personally think that that is so cool because, like I said, Korean skincare has been all the rage for years. And everyone knows that those products are incredible. Everything from the snail. The like, face shop. Yeah, the, the, uh, the masks that are like, everyone's talking about these masks. It's all you're seeing in all the beauty blogs. So the fact that a black woman from Atlanta is showing you what she uses I just think it's cool. It's totally relatable. And it just kind of brings that K-beauty skincare world into our world, which I think was genius of her. I love it. Right. So let's support her. Um, Like I said, that's blackgirlgonekbeauty.com. And that's the black business for today. Yeah, love it, y'all. Can I also just do one like little small business shout out? I just want to read this email because this guy really gets it. I'm sure everyone out there listening gets it as well. But just the fact that they were inspired and moved to write in to support this business and why, I just wanted to share all that. Hey, friends, I haven't met yet. Recently, (laughs) my boyfriend and I decided to start supporting small businesses more. We're broke, and God knows we can't really afford to, but I've recently come to the conclusion 
that money is a form of energy, and my energy is too good to be constantly soaked up by large corporate cash registers. About a month ago, at our local far- farmer's market in Baltimore, we found this black young woman who makes spreads and sauces. I've never been one for spreads like that, but these are like artwork dancing on your taste buds. Mind you, my boyfriend and I are carefully budgeting our money to pay down all our debt, meaning we don't eat out much and try not to spend unnecessarily. But we've gotten at least one spread from her every weekend since. She's a fantastic, upbeat, cheery person with an equally beautiful product. I purchased a jar for you all, but I'm having issues finding an address. Here's her website, infusespreads.com. And I just thought it was dope that they took the time out to say, you know what? You know, this is my energy right here. And I'm going to focus on where it goes and the intention that I put into it, where I give it. And they're budgeting. So it's not like they just out here just being like, all right, buy this $5,000 car. (laughs) Like the spreads are, they're spreads. Right. Cool. Infusespreads.com. Check her out. Right there in Baltimore. If you're at the farmer's market, check her out. Cool. Two dope black women. Yes. That's it for this week's show. This is a nice long long one one for y'all. We We made it juicy. Get out of here in time. We can catch Mary (laughs) Jane. Yes. So, do you guys have any church announcements before we get out of here? Not yet, but big shit popping for the friend zone later this year. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. We got some really great stuff going for you guys coming up. We're really excited about what we're cooking up. (laughs) <laughs> like we have to just leave it at that we do. Um, what about you Asante um, you know just traveling if you catch me on the road if you catch me on tour how about that mm-hmm. uh, don't forget <laughs> that I am available for opportunities I can be your iPod DJ if you need me somewhere if you offer me a real DJing gig I don't have any equipment but I would still love to curate some shit for you so just reach out if you want to help me make a website to put all the playlists onto instead of telling me that I need to put up a website to put the playlist onto hit me up too Cute. Um, <laughs> LA, I will be in your neck of the woods this weekend. I'm Ooh, so tired of playing, I'm y'all. I'm jealous. <laughs> you going to the party? I, I will be my bestie, Shameless Maya, hey. is having her fifth year anniversary bash at YouTube Space in LA. And of course, you knew I couldn't miss that. I couldn't miss out on that. I'm going to host it for her because that's my love. And I hope that you guys will come. I actually haven't had an event in L.A. since the Wellness Retreat last year because this year we went to Oakland. So, L.A., if I haven't seen you in a minute, come through. Whether it's in Port Maya, I'll be there. Of course, a ton of YouTubers that you guys love, like Jackie Ina, um, Patrick Starr. All the beauty and MUA gurus are going to be there. Jesse Boykins, all of our friends. Yes. Yeah, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, and Jeannie Mai is hosting it with me as well. She's one of Maya's close friends. So I, <laughs> Dustin's back just says straight up. I love up. Maya. I'm so happy for Maya. I love her. Support the fuck out of Maya. Please Shameless come Maya, through. Please. You guys, it's going to be so much fun. Um, so the website for for you to grab tickets is bit.ly um, forward slash shameless party. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash shameless party. And yes. I will see you there on Saturday, May 6th. I'll yes. be flying out this week. So that's it for my own. Oh, and, and as far as the wellness retreat, the next stop is Chicago. We'll be there Ooh. on the 20th and the 21st. So I'm yes. excited about that. And that's it for me for now. Oh, I forgot. I'm going to be in Miami this weekend. Hey. What is it? Um, Sweet. Oh, shoot. I know you wanted to go with Crystal. <laughs> I'm about to find me a stuff. <laughs> you imagine me and Crystal rolling up in our bathing suits like 
Oh, if I would have had you and Ooh. Crystal on my um, yes. each arm. Singing glow up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I want to go with y'all next year. I'm totally going with y'all. But anyways, have fun. That's going to be I will. cute. If y'all see me in Miami, you know, I'm going to be like Sheree charging $5 for photos or something. Okay. <laughs> or you Shout can buy me a deck real on the beach. Everybody, happy Cinco de Mayo. Everybody oh, be safe. But have, a, have the time of your life. Oh, that's true. I'll be yes. in LA too. Happy Ooh. <laughs> Right? Talk about perfect timing. Damn. Enjoy Cinco de Mayo. Speaking Damn. of LA, shout out to my friend Sean Ross. I hadn't seen him in a very long time and we hung out in LA while I was there. Oh, shout out yeah. to him. Shout out to Claudia Jordan. Shout out to Rosario Dawson, her hospitality. Ooh, so um, we beautiful. went to her unforgettable party. It was bomb. And I just really had a good time. So shout out to good friends. Yay. So that's it for us. Speaking of good friends, we love you. We know that you're mad, but hopefully this made up for it because it's a long, juicy episode. (laughs) Right. And that's it for us. And we'll catch you next week. Stay black and protect your magic. (laughs) Bye. That's right.